This is Seven Sports. Good afternoon and welcome to Seven Sports Saturday Live. Uh, rainy Stonehouse Town. The rain has just started to fall here at Old Ends Lane. You can hear it on the tin roof above us. And what we would say is we'd blame, blame Andrew Marion for that as he turned to me, Kelsey, when we arrived, saying, Well, at least it's not raining. It is just before kickoff. It'll make the pitch nice and wet on top of the surface, which could potentially benefit the, today's visitors, Tuffley Rovers, in the Hellenic League Supplementary Cup quarter final. We're guaranteed a Gloucester side in the semi final of this cup competition. That's what we love to see. My name's Ryan Butler, and today I'm not joined by Kelsey DeMaria, even though he is here. He's on the Twitter, social media, and video duties as we have a special guest commentator with us today, and it is Tuffy Rovers captain, Macaulay Herbert. Good afternoon, Macaulay. How are you? Afternoon, yeah, good, thanks. How are you? I'm all good. And, you know, first thing that happens when you're commentating, Henry Burkett plays a pass in the train and slips <laughs> over right in front of us. Nice, isn't that, yeah. He'll, uh, I wouldn't say too much. And he'll know that we'll be looking at him about that. Yeah, Are you definitely. excited for today's game, even though you're missing it? Yeah, I was about to say it was a good day for it started, until it started raining, but, um, yeah, good. I can't be out there with the boys, but excited to see how they get on and hopefully uh, get into the next round. Got a big coat on as well, mate. Feeling yeah, a bit colder, yeah. Feeling yeah. the pinch. Just, just come prepared, you know, just in case it gets a bit chilly. So, uh, nice and comfy. Happy days. Well, today's game is one of four quarterfinals in this competition. Elsewhere, Long Levens are away at Montreux Victoria, so we'll keep an eye on that fixture as the afternoon progresses. Potentially, could end the day with two Gloucester uh, sides in the semi-finals of that competition. Could end with two in the Challenge Cup as Bolton Rovers are at home to Royal Whitton Bassett, and Bishop Sleeve, of course, are away. To Malvern Town, and probably a difficult game of the weekend for our Gloucestershire sides. In the Chairman's Cup, Hartbury University are away to Southern United. So again, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, get as many Gloucestershire sides through to the semi-finals of this competition as possible. Elsewhere, as we said on the show this morning, it's semi-final day on the Gloucester Cup. So semi-finals were taken uh, kickoff already. They'd be about half an hour in. So we interested to see how they those games shape up and who will make the finals day at Meadow Park next week. But players are just going off the pitch here at Old Ends Lane. We're almost ready for this quarterfinal fixture. Reminder, you can get in contact with us via social media. It's Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk, and on the Instagram, 7 underscore sport, we're available on there. And one thing we would remind you of, um, as uh, we said on the show this morning, nominations are now open on 7sport.co.uk to nominate your local hero of the year award the uh, best social media account we've had a couple in already on that and all the northern senior league end of season awards that we run so player team and manager of the season in the northern senior just go on seven sport kdk follow the instructions on the post it takes you to a survey you just fill out who you vote for in which category and then you send it our way and it comes through to myself and kelsey a reminder that the nominations close next friday as madness plays over the tannoy here at Old Ends Lane McCauley this competition you know we've spoken on uh, Seven Sport a number of times about one of your dreams being that you know you want to lift silverware with Tuffley at this stage do you think that the boys and, and Coxie in particular you know, do you think they're looking at it saying we can win this competition yeah most definitely um, got the players for it got the ability and it's a, it's a confidence boost as well at the end of the day I know it's um you know, it's uh, around the supplementary side of things. Obviously, we want to be in the in the other in the other side, but um, yeah, you get a bit of confidence going into the league, and that's exactly what we want. So yeah, we're going to be going for it, and hopefully, we'll be able to win today and progress and, and get to the final. And you mentioned there, obviously, taking it on in, into the league next year. How big of a marker would it actually be for a club like Tuffley to you know lift the silverware going into that new season? Yeah, it's uh, 
you know, like I said, it'd be a massive confidence boost. It's, you know, it's, it's good for the lads to, to taste some sort of um, silverware before we go into the season. So, um, yeah, let's just hope we can do it. We've had a, a message from Claire Herbert saying just to remind you not to swear. <laughs> oh, I'm done. We've had enough of that. But Macaulay making his live commentary debut. A man who's probably the first man I think we've had with us. Well, Kane Women's probably up there, but who doesn't have a face for radio. He's a good-looking man. Macaulay Herbert sat here with us. Cheers, makes us look better, doesn't he, Kelsey? <laughs> Kelsey sat there with his E17 coat on, as always. And he'll be on the social media. So if you have any questions, any, any opinions, queries, send them our way. Kelsey will look to answer them throughout the 90 minutes, and we'll answer them on air as well. And also, as we said, um, if you do want to put your nominations for, forward for the Local Hero of the Award, uh, Local Hero of the Year Award, sorry, social media accounts, any social media um, in and around Gloucestershire football that you think deserves a bit of credit, send that as well. And also Northern Senior League, as we said, player, manager, team of the year, um, a couple of games in the Reg Davis Cup, so a couple of teams in action there. But elsewhere, um, you know, everyone should have a, a free afternoon, should be listening to Seven Sport. We have had uh, a few um, nominees come through already, a couple of... Uh, Northern Senior League sides pulling away in terms of numbers of nominations so could be in the final three when it comes down to the end of year awards at Seven Sport but we're moments away from the teams coming out here at Old Ends Lane have you played at Stonehouse before Macaulay? yeah i played a few times yeah it's just, I think I've won every time I've been here I think luckily yeah get on the pitch there mate yeah, well, know, what's, yeah. obviously some pitches you, you know the likes of uh, sort of Ardley, for example, is known in the Hellenic Prem as being one that's got a slope on it. Yeah, you know, what, what can you remember about you know, the pitch out here at Stonehouse and, and what's it like playing out yeah, here? Yeah, it's not too bad. It's, uh, there's obviously a few little divvies in there, as you can see from here, but yeah, it's not a bad pitch, it's, especially with the rain as well. It's going gonna, it's gonna to let the ball zap, so yeah, it's not too bad. Other than the, uh, the home of football, Cleveland Park, where's, the, where's your favourite place you've played football? Oh, that's a tough one, that one. Um, I think Quedgley got a really nice pitch. I like, I like playing there. Um, I know the side of the Quedgley pitch very well. Yeah. Um, after ending up face first into it before going to hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. this, well, last last Shouldn't August. Laugh about that, really, should we? But we can now. <laughs> we can, can laugh we? about it we now because we're yeah. here enjoying this. Yeah, but yeah, I like Quedgley's, day. Quedgley's pitches is quite nice. I like, uh, yeah, I like their uh, their stadium. They've got a nice little setup down there. So yeah. Any pitches where you think, Christ, I don't want to play here? Hardly. Just hardly. Just hardly. Long levens as well. What's wrong with Long Levens' this pitch? Don't like it. Too close to the Irish Hotel, isn't it? Too close, yeah. So, we're still waiting for the sides to come out. Subs bench over on the far side, the home dugout, is full. Sheltering from the rain, James Sunley and others. Just pinging balls into the uh, goal and into the lane end, away to our right-hand side. I said to you before we came on air, McCauley, what are you expecting from a game like today? If you're, you know, say you're lining up with Tuffley, what are you saying to the boys before you come out to this pitch? We've got to come out of the blocks pretty fast. Um, obviously, starting well is key, get aggressive. You know, we're going to be a, they're going to be a physical team. They're a big side. Um, they're going to pile the pressure on. But we need to be on the front foot. And, and yeah, if we can get the area goal if we can, then that sets the tone then. And it just kind of dies off the hope that they're going to have before coming into the game. You know, I know they're a league below us, but they're still going to believe that they can beat us. So, uh, yeah, we just got to kind of dial that down as, as, as soon as we can. And, yeah, just stay on the front foot and just keep the pressure on. Well, the lineups for today are as follows. Stonehouse lineup as follows. Will Pedrick, Rob Humphreys, Elliot King, Ryan Thwaite, Rich Thwaite, uh, Tom Palmer, 
Uh, Alex Kibble, Harry Burns, uh, Tim Williams, Nick Humphreys and Lloyd Gardner. On the bench for Stonehouse Town, Andy Marion, Chris Earl, McLeod Moyo, uh, Liam Beaches and Nathan Beaches. And the visitors, Tuffley Rovers, line up as follows. Adam Clark in goal, Lewis Bainbridge, Liam, uh, Luke Troke, sorry. Uh, then we have Harry Walker making an appearance in the first team. We saw him way back when, at the start of April, playing for the development side. So good run out for him in the first 11. Jacob Geddes, the youngster, has got the captain's armband at centre-half for Tuffley Rovers. Uh, in the midfield, they have Harry John, Joe Shirt, Harry Morgan, and also Henry Burkett. Luke Soule's going to be the lone striker up front. Adam Bloomfield, you imagine, will provide a bit of width over on the left-hand side for Tuffley Rovers on the bench. They have Brett James, Rudy McKinnon, James Sonley, Sam Mendes, and Laurie McNally. So plenty of options on that Tuffley Rovers bench. Um, looking at the bench, Tuffley's bench is pretty strong. Would you... You said that to me before we went on a strong bench. Yeah, very strong bench. Um, all obviously capable of playing uh, in the starting eleven today. So um, when they come on, hopefully they'll have an impact if needed. Because on the bench you've got someone like Brett James who you know, can play a number of positions, experienced player. You know, how important is it to have a player like him in, in the fold? Well, very important, especially because you've got, you know, we've got a young side. So uh, we need as much experience, heads as, as possible. Um, Brett, obviously, like I said, provides like, a different option as well. He can play anywhere front, across the front three. So, yeah, I've got a good feeling we'll, we'll see Brett today at some point. As the players are out on the pitch now here at Old End Lane, it looks like we're potentially going to get the blessing of Graham Pugh on our side as well. The, the stars are aligning, the rain stopped. Graham Pugh, the superstar, is going to be on our side. What an absolute dream. <laughs> But both sides just getting themselves ready out on the pitch here. Reminder, as I said, you can tweet us throughout the broadcast. Let us know what you think. And also let us know what you think of Macaulay Herbert's commentary debut. And should he be a regular? Should we get him back on? Does his busy schedule allow it? That's what we'll find out. But as the captain's going forward for the coin toss, it brings me perfectly into the position to uh, speak to you about the captain for today, mm-hmm. Jacob Geddes, young yeah. man who you know we've seen for the under-18s, development squad and the first team. You know, for a player so young, have the armband. You know, what's he made? What have you made of him in in the first team and how he's progressed so far? Yeah, he's been fantastic. Um, you know, I, I know the uh, the feeling coming in at such a young young age in the first team, and um, yeah, I think he's done really well. It's the only way he's up for him. I think he's only going to get better and better and better. Um, hopefully, he stays with us next season. So I know there's uh, a few clubs stiffing already, but um, yeah, hopefully he can stay and uh, build on from the the performances he's had in the tournament so far. Have you had to, you know? pass on experience to him or does he just get on with it yeah just literally just get on with it stay level headed you know you're going to get clubs you know wanting want you and, and speaking to you but for me it's, it's important to, to have a good season with, you know toughly obviously I'm going to say that but have a good season with toughly you know you're going to play every week and you know seven eights out of tens every week just build on your reputation and then you know the move will, will, will come if you've got the ambition to play higher so obviously, we've seen you play for Tuffley at the back with the likes of Mark Pritchett, Joel, Joel White and Shane Anson. Where does he rank at this early stage with them? Um, yeah, obviously, those names are you know, they're, they're top, top defenders. Um, I think Jacob's got the potential to, to, to be you know, along, those sort of, those, along those sort of names. Um, but, um, yeah, he's, he's well on his way there. Well, he's got Macaulay Herbert guiding him. And through the next 90 minutes, we'll have myself and Macaulay guiding you through the action as we're about to kick off, Tuffley will kick us off, kicking from left to right as we look in this first 45 minutes. Luke Soule, the man with the ball at his feet. Sun just peering through the clouds here in Stonehouse. Picturesque view for this quarterfinal fixture in the Supplementary Cup. Stonehouse Town versus Tuffley Rovers is underway, and Luke Soule knocks it back to Harry John, and it's now with 
Bainbridge. Back to Geddes, sporting the captain's armband for Turfley Rovers, as we mentioned. His ball forward, though, goes out of play over the head of Luke Troke, and it's a throw-in to Stonehouse. Went over the home dugout and into the play park across the way. As McCauley, you said, you know, all about settling into your rhythm quickly and, and, you know, playing on the front foot and playing positive. Yeah. You know, is that something we may not see from Tuffley too too often nowadays? Yeah, I think it's something we need to need to do a lot more, like now, way we're past there by, by Harry, but... As a long ball forward, and it nearly yeah. gets all the way through to uh, Nick Humphreys, but it's always going to trickle through to Adam Clark. As we mentioned, it was raining about 10 minutes before kickoff. That would have zipped off the turf. Keeper was always favourite in that position, and Clark has managed to find Luke Troke on the far side. Troke over the halfway line, plays it down the left-hand side, but it's cut out, and Stonehouse will recycle it infield. Alex Kibble back in the squad. There we go. You, see, you see the press by Tuffley there. That's aggressive. You know, every time we uh, we press aggressively, you know, we, you know, we tend to, to to play well. So if we can keep this up for for nine minutes, I think we'll be okay. As it's laid off by Tim Williams on the halfway line, up towards the advance run of Rob Humphreys, but the challenge comes in, and Luke Trokes managed to win the second one. It's out of play for a Stonehouse throw-in. Does look like the shirt and. Bloomfield is starting either side of Luke Sol through the middle as the ball's hooked away up towards Bloomfield. And he in turn tries to hook it forward towards Luke Sol, just runs away from him slightly and it's nipped in on, but nearly then falls to Henry Burkett. But Stonehouse recycled ball over on this left hand side, long searching ball in search of Nick Humphreys. Not going to catch it though, and it's a throw in to Turfley deep in the right back position, live on Seven Sport. Hellenic League Supplementary Cup quarter-final guaranteed a Gloucester side in the semis as we mentioned which from a neutral perspective like myself and Kelsey is a fantastic uh, achievement for our side McCauley will hope that it's going to be a toughly advance only time will tell as Bainbridge takes a second throw in over the head of Henry Burkett but it nearly falls to him on the second time of asking Palmer tries to play it forward but it's up off his own man had a play for a toughly throw in pretty much in the exact same position that Bainbridge took the last one from Joe Shutt sniffing around and Harry Morgan just trying to tease a bit of room but it's thundered clear by Harry John on a side foot volley Rich Waite nods it down touch is a good one by Gardner and it's now with Rob Humphreys in the midfield and it's just knocked back to Ryan Fway as Elliot King opens that's up. That's a press. Straight into Joe Shutt. Show hustle and Harry him. And that's so now she's been forced back. King steps forward and Harry Morgan is a judge to have fouled his man. Good, smart turn from Harry Burns. And you mentioned about the toughly press. As a central defender, you're looking at that thinking, you know, good, shot going, a couple going with him. No, no one really pressing on their own. It's all as a, a unit. Is that the unit. most important thing at that point? 100%. You know the trigger. If, if one goes and it's just a domino effect. So, um, yeah, hunting packs as always. Rich Waite wearing his uh, bright coloured boots, yellow and green. And it's out to this near side. Elliot King sporting his headwear. Knocks it to Harry Burns. Burns, who impressed us last time we were here, watching 
Stonehouse against Brimscombe and Frupp. One of uh, Kelsey's standouts on the day as the ball play forward is knocked round the corner to Humphreys. Humphreys tries to get the ball out of his feet but just ran into traffic and now Harry Morgan goes for a low flat one up to Adam Bloomfield over the halfway line. He tries to find Joe Shutt in turn. It's going to ask a lot of him but Joe Shutt's quick enough now he's not this time. But a nice searching ball from Bloomfield. Positive play. Trying to get it forward quickly McCauley. Yeah, and out and wide positively. It's uh yeah, we think we need to settle into the game a little bit more. Um, obviously, Stonehouse having the most of the ball at the moment, but yeah, I think um, a couple more presses, get the ball back under control, and I think we'll be okay. But with the way Tuffley is set up, obviously, with the two fast wingers like, like Joe Shirt and yeah. Adam Bloomfield, is it almost suited for Tuffley's style to allow Stonehouse to have the ball a little bit? Uh, yeah, kind of, because we're, you know, we're deadly on the counter-attack, so if it does break down, and when it does break down, we've got the, uh, the speed and the, the pace uh, to, to cause problems here. As Humphreys just turns to this Bainbridge there and knocks it in field. A chance for, for Humphreys to get it over on the, the far side. It was Tim Williams who's found his man. Luke Troke just stands him up. And still oh, scrapping for it. Good follow-up challenge and gets the Macaulay-Herbert approval. As Tuffley tried to bring it clear over the halfway line. Just intercepted. Side foot ball forward by Harry Walker. And it finds Ryan Thwaite into Palmer. Palmer swivels on it and tries to go towards the right wing. Easy header back from Luke Troke. Should be kept in by Adam Clark and is. You know, Adam Clark, different goalkeeper than what we usually see at Tuffley with yeah. obviously Merch usually getting the gloves. Yeah. Saved a couple of penalties in the shootout, of course, last week. What's he been like in the, yeah, the changing room? He's been brilliant. He's, he's come in, he's got on with it. He's putting some solid performances. He's, uh, he's definitely going to put um, put some pressure on, obviously, Luke to, to try and keep that number one spot, which is good. We need half a competition in there in the squad and yeah that's what uh, that's what he's bringing so yeah happy days Bloomfield challenges against Rob Humphreys his clearance ricocheted off Bloomfield back to Pedrick Pedrick had to get the ball out of his feet and sort of hoik it forward didn't really get it with too much conviction but Stonehouse have managed to retain possession on the far side with Burns playing it forward in search of Williams but a good challenge comes in and Luke Strokes doubled up on that'll be a free kick I think no, in fact it might be a throw in just to Tuffley there. Troy almost saying to the linesman, is that not a foul? But Tuffley have the ball. Coming back to, to Adam Clark, obviously, as a central defender, you know, when you're used to playing with one goalkeeper and another one comes in, was there a, a period where you had to settle into having Adam Clark behind you? Um, yeah, you know, you, you kind of need to try and uh, learn you know, their strengths and weaknesses. Um, but Clark, he's been a. Uh... It's been brilliant. As Bainbridge is in the box for Tuffley, he's drilled it across yeah, towards yeah. the near post. Pedrick got a foot on it, and it's out of play for a goal kick. Is it offside? I'm not too sure, but goal kick's been given. If in that case, I guess the officials believe that maybe Bainbridge's ball across hit the post, but from here it looked like Pedrick's put it behind. Yeah, it looked like a corner to me. Yeah, like I said, Clark, he was, uh, Clark he's come in, he's done, he's done really well, you know, he's, he's a presence in the box, mm. he claims, he you know, punches, he does everything and gives us that confidence at the back for need. Because that's the thing, sometimes we see goalkeepers at this level in particular, you know, maybe it's a little bit too hesitant to come and command their box, especially at a new club, but yeah. you know, we have seen in this tournament that he isn't scared to do that. No, of course not, that's, like I said, it gives you confidence when you see your keeper doing that, you know. Corner. Like corner. Ball's played forward, it's played long from Left wing towards right, deflected off a Tuffley man. Clark can keep it in. Uh, it's going to be Stonehouse's first corner of the afternoon. In fact, the first corner altogether. Tuffley will feel they probably should have had one moments ago. But Stonehouse will have one here. So big men from the back going forward. Rich Freight will be the, the target. Ryan Freight is forward as well. 
So it's going to be Harry Burns to take it. Left footed. In swing. In fact, it's uh, Humphreys, but it's a poor corner. Straight behind. That's out for a goal kick. And, and Tuffley will look to, to get themselves forward. Still 0-0 here at Old End's Lane. Yeah, I think we need to settle down a little bit now. Get on the ball a bit more. Um, I think still nice having the ball too much for my liking. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can get back on the ball, create some chances. What I would say for the listeners back home is McCauley Herbert's face, intense. So he's concentrating on that. You could feel the tension in the corner for Tuffy Rovers in the defensive position. Had to uh, deal with it. And they managed to, uh, well, get lucky with it because it was a poor corner in the end. As the ball's poked forward over on the far side, Adam Bloomfield, nice little ball in field. And now it's with Harry John tries to find Joe Shutt in behind. Shutt on the right-hand side of the box. He's got a chance to drill it across behind Luke Soul and just ahead of Adam Bloomfield. Kind of a story of uh, Bloomfield's luck and, and in a way Luke Soul's luck as he's still making his return from injury, of course. But Joe Shutt finding a bit of space on his right-hand side a couple of occasions. And you've got to say, McCauley, if you're you know, from the Turfley Rovers contingent, you're seeing that Shutt's got in behind now twice in a yeah. short space of time. You'll be saying, "Look, we need to try and get shut into this game." Hundred percent. Yeah, he look, he's, he's obviously going to be our, our, um, our threat today. We need to kind of penetrate that left side of so nice. Um, obviously, they said it's happened twice now. They can't really deal with that. So, more joy for shut. Rich Wright has the ball for Stonehouse Town on the edge of the box. Just knocks past Luke Soul and he's drilled it up to Burns. Burns goes for a ball forward in search of Tim Williams stepped into by Jacob Geddes confidently and Joe Shutt tries to knock it past Elliot King and go for a run King's going to have to do well he doesn't he cuts it straight to Lewis Bainbridge who's got the ability forward into Joe Shutt on the corner of the box Shutt ricochets off Rich Trait, hooks it back forward Will Pedrick comes and claims it under no pressure but again it's a positive from Tuffley as we said Lewis Bainbridge is an attack minded player as well ends up playing wing back quite often as the ball forward sees Tim Williams just turn Jacob Geddes and he sprints past him Geddes though Thought he got there, but he hasn't. Tim Williams to the byline, into the box, cuts it back. Chance for Stonehouse block Great from defending. Harry John. There's a shot come in from uh, Palmer, I believe. Good positional play from the midfielder. And now Tuffley looks to come forward with a long ball. Rich Freight is underneath and he's all over it. Got a bit of pressure on that. Luke Sol just couldn't get there though. And Rich Freight able to recover and get it to Burns. And it's offloaded to Rob Humphreys and he knocks it back in turn to Will Pedrick so I was just trying to calm it down a little bit but a good half chance there for them good positional play from Harry John to get there and just block the goal bound effort Kibble it's now with Palmer Palmer lays it on to this left hand side and that was Ryan Freight just to step onto it over the halfway line into Elliot King and back to the centre half in to Palmer, who tries to clip a ball left-footed forward. Can it be kept in by Nick Humphreys? No, it can't. It's out for a goal kick, but maybe something to, to watch there. A couple of times that Stonehouse now have tried to get in on this left-hand side. It seems to be all be happening on this yeah. side in front of us here. Um, you know, as a centre, centre-half, you know, you've just seen a couple of attacks down that one side. What, what, would you, what would you say to the players, or what would you look to do at this point? Um, I think we need to stop the source. Um, the source, you know, the ball getting to, to the wide areas, if we can cut that out, you know, as you notice, it's coming from the from the five, I think it's what, either five or seven. Um, always finding that ball out wide, I think we need to try and stop the source, and that cuts out the uh, the threat. Ball forward from Clark is headed down. Luke Souls had to come deep to try and get there. He's then challenged. A bit of upcry from the 
Tuffley Rovers dugout. Like it was just half a second late. Luke Sol, as we said, coming back from injury. Hopefully, uh, it's just an impact one, should be okay. But Tuffley have a free kick about five yards into the Stonehouse half. Referee just having a word with. Looks like it's uh, Lloyd Gardner over on that far side. Just saying, just calm it down. But Jacob Gares going forward, as is Harry Morgan. Similar position that Tuffley scored against Long Levens at Sawmills. Free kick is deflected on its way through. Pedrick comes, can he punch it? Geddes now on the right wing, steps in front of Elliot King. Good play from Geddes. He shows quick feet to try and get the ball out of his feet to play it into the box. Hooked away by Ryan Freight, and that's coming our way into the stand. Up to Kelsey DeMario. Playing a good catch off the ricochet. And his uh, throw is, is absolutely done, Lewis Bainbridge there. Hit the, uh, the metal railing, skipped away from him. That's just delayed a little bit of time. But good ball in, and you've got to say, if, if you know, McCauley, if Tuffley had someone running in on Pedrick there, as he's going to try yeah. and punch it, he wasn't quite flapping at it, but a bit of pressure, and who knows what would have happened there. Exactly, yeah, it could have felt kindly to us. Bainbridge into Sol, who appears to have shaken off the impact of the, the challenge. He skips past one, then two. Out towards Joe Shutt, just a bit too eager was Luke Sol, and Joe Shutt just slightly caught on his heels, and it's out of play for a Stonehouse throw. And again, good positive play from Tuffley, especially on his right-hand side. Shutt looks to be the outlet at the moment. But Elliot King, who, again, was one of the Stonehouse players who stood out against Brimscombe for up the other week when we were here, um, looking to be quite solid. As Tim Williams holds the ball up from the throw and forward. His ball, a little bit behind Gardner, but he's going to keep it in over on that far side, in front of the home dugout, in towards Harry Burns, but it's nipped in on by Harry John. John infield to Burkett. Drives a little chop into Bloomfield on the corner of the box. And in fact, Harry Morgan, who stepped onto it, in fact, it was Bloomfield. But disappointed with that one as the defenders were able just to swarm around him. He stepped into the more than anything, but there was always strength in numbers. And still Stonehouse Town nil, Tuffler Rovers nil here in the Hellenic League Supplementary Cup quarterfinal. A reminder, as always, you can tweet us throughout the broadcast at 7Sport. Facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk and on Instagram 7 underscore sport. And also you can go back on Spotify and listen to previous shows, previous commentaries and all the content that we have on 7sport. And it's past short, King was all at sea and it's now Joe Shutt on the corner of the box. Shutt trying to create a yard of space, cuts it back onto his left shot. Rich Freight managed to block it behind for a corner. Miscommunication from Stonehouse. The inquest has happened there. That you know, it should have been better. A ball which was played behind Elliot King. He thought that the central defender, central defender Ryan Freight was going to step onto it. Freight left it for Elliot King. Shut nipped in, but just couldn't shift it that yard to create space. A little bit disappointing in the end that he only just managed to get onto his left foot and it was blocked. But toughly have a corner that shut swings in. It's a decent looking one towards Geddes, headed away by Rich Freight. It's always going to be the the battle there. The two strong centre halves who pretty good in the air between them but it'll be a throw into Tuffley over on that far side which John plays off Stonehouse man and wins a throw in about two three yards further forward it's going to be left for Luke Troke just to trot forward and take Harry Walker and Jacob Gillis are now back for Tuffley and uh, weird touch from Henry Burke as he was falling he's now lost the ball Long ball forward. Sees Geddes, just clean it up, knock it back to the keeper. And Clark offloads back to Geddes. And Tuffley can look to come forward on the reshape. 
get it through the channel into Luke Soul. He's been allowed to turn, knocks it through to Harry John. John on the right hand side of the box, drills it back towards Luke Soul. Good touch, Soul. And what a block that is. Rob Humphreys come flying in with the block, crossing from Luke Troke. Humphreys has got up and he's hooked it away. Fantastic ball forward from Jacob Geddes into the channel. Great turn from Luke Soul. And uh, Harry John breaking the lines from the midfield, found himself on the corner of the box. And for the first time, Tuffley Rovers were able to pick out a forward with a ball in. Luke Soul onto his left foot, but good block in the end. Still 0 0. Throwing infield to Burkett, thinks about a shot, cuts in. Burkett still going. Henry Burkett with the shot, deflected, all the way through to Luke Soul. Saved by Pedrick, flag goes up anyway. But this is better, McCauley. This yeah, is what Tuffley definitely. are better at, moving the ball quickly. Good little player by Henry as well there. Broke through the lines. And obviously Soli as well, getting on the end of that. And a lucky, a good block, good defender by Stonehouse. Well, you would say Will Pedrick's made the save and he wouldn't have known the flag had gone up at the time. Yeah. Exactly. Threw his legs out and managed to get enough on it to turn it over the crossbar. But the game just picking up for Tuffley here. Just getting the, the, the second balls quicker. Definitely getting into the bit, game a lot more, yeah, aren't we? Showing a bit more tempo with Tuffley yeah. and Stonehouse, you say, is a defensive unit. Just need to calm it down. As uh, I say that, Rich Frey is going to play a ball back towards Will Pedrick that Joe Shutt fancied and Shutt's managed to clatter into Will Pedrick. I don't think there's too much malice in it. Shutt had every entitlement to go for the ball. It was a short pass from Freight who just didn't look like he knew what he wanted to do with it. He just turned one way than the other and found himself in a cul-de-sac. The, the option was to go back to the keeper and even then the pass wasn't particularly good and Will Pedrick has bailed him out slightly. Free kick to... Stonehouse will be taken by Pedrick. But when you're uh, a little bit on the back foot like Stonehouse are, you don't want to be gifting toughly too much in the way of you know, space, time and, and chance to really attack. As we've, We're only really coming up to 18 minutes into this contest, still nil-nil. And you've got to say, while Stonehouse had a great opportunity earlier on in the piece, it's been toughly now for about five minutes and... If Tuffley were to score, it'd make it very, very interesting. Ryan Thwaites pass into Palmer. It's nicely offloaded to Elliot King, right in front of us here. Back to Palmer, and this ball forward. Just caught Nick Humphreys coming in for the short and not going for the long ball, and it ends up going all the way through to Adam Clark. Easy for Tuffley to win the ball back, which you know, the way they're playing at the moment is what they want, more of the ball, especially on, with this man, Henry Burkett. Runs into traffic slightly, and him and Bainbridge doubling up on Nick Humphreys. Burkett just got the pass a bit wrong there and it's out of play for a Stonehouse throw-in. About 10 yards into the Tuffley half on his left-hand side. Sun-soaked Old Ends Lane after the downpour just before kick-off. Bainbridge being forced into the corner by Nick Humphreys. And he may have to put it out for a corner. Uh, for a throw-in, sorry. In the corner. Pretty much end-to-end at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, very open contest, you'd say. There's a sidestep from Tim Williams, and he's skipped it past Bainbridge. Geddes comes across, and it's played by Williams. Thought he played it off Geddes, but he hadn't. It's out of play for a goal kick. Uh, so yeah, end-to-end, open game. Yeah, very open. Who's that favour for you? A favour? As someone watching the game, not necessarily just because you play for Tuffy or anything, but you know, who does that favour? Um, I think the favour is us. I think we've, uh, we've had the better chances. Um, we've come closest to scoring, so uh, I think the momentum's only with us. Um, I've got a feeling the next chance that we get, we, we could, well, we need to make it count, I think. We, we need to paint the pressure count, so hopefully we'll be able to uh, get ahead. But Stonehouse do look a threat as well, you've got to say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, both both sets of players look like they want it. Yeah, definitely. It's a good competitive game so far. 
but it'll be a throw into Tuffley midway into their own half. Bainbridge into Harry Morgan. Just overruns it himself. Wins a free kick. Graham Pugh gave the, the throw in. The referees overruled it and said the free kick for a little, little nibble on uh, Harry Morgan there. And the ball is played by Bainbridge, swept through to Harry Walker. Player who's obviously been around Turfley for, for years, making his uh, you know, step back up to the first team as of late. Yeah. You're doing well in the, uh, in the uh, reserves, so get your chance, you've got to take it. Geddes, now just under pressure from Tim Williams, just stepped on the ball slightly. Williams probably thought he was in, but Geddes has recovered well to get it back to Adam Clark, swept it forward, header forward by Burke, it'll give Joe Shutt something to chase, and Adam Bloomfield too. Bloomfield nearly forces the error from Rich Freight, who again turns on a sixpence under pressure, and that's been the calling card of his game, given away in midfield by Stonehouse, and it's now Harry John, who's had a very good game so far, into Luke Sol, he's got options to the left of him, and he didn't see it. Adam Bloomfield was there. He was in. If Sol just looked behind him. Disappointing for Luke Sol, but you'd say on the whole, good for Tuffley that they've been able to again carve an opening pretty quickly and pretty easily. As Harry Walker will look to bring it up towards the halfway line. He's got options on the switch, but you can stay he's gone to Harry John into Jacob Geddes over the halfway line. And his ball in the channel down to Joe Shutt. Let's it run across him. Elliot King's going to fancy it in the physical battle and he hasn't oh, nearly for Joe Shutt as Elliot King doesn't look particularly stable at the moment Shutt just managed to nip in looked like he had kept it in but the flag went up for a goal kick and again Joe Shutt being a nuisance to the bigger man still nil nil live on 7 Sports Stonehouse play around the back freight to freight and it's now with Palmer and now Elliot King Stonehouse looking to bring it forward through Humphreys who's turned infield had no options down the line or up it and now it's Rich Freight who looks to try and bring the ball out from the back for Stonehouse he's got a bit of uh, grass to come into and Freight's gone over the halfway line out to Alex Kibble Kibble cuts in field thinks about an effort and goes for it from distance always rising after he shoots as out of play for a goal kick Adam Clark is saying to his team the central defender shouldn't be able to carry a good 30 yards like that no way <laughs> not a chance we've got no uh, got no right to be, to be getting high up the pitch personally and obviously, you know, we're about 20 minutes into the game, coming up to the you know, quarter mark of the, the fixture. Have there been any standouts for you on either side? Um, I like the, the five for Stonehouse. I think he's doing really well in midfield. Obviously, Shirty for Tuffley um, he, oh, is the obvious threat, I think. Um, Harry John's having a great game, like you said, a second ago. So, uh, yeah, not, not too bad. Like a really competitive game so far. Hopefully, Tuffley got the break for you, but who knows at this, at this point, it could be, it could be Stonehouse or... Uh, Toughly. Ball played long. Good flick round the corner from Luke Troke. And now a free kick is going to be given for a challenge on Henry Burkett. Looks like it's going to be a card here for Palmer. And uh, Kelsey's giving me the signal. I think we've had some Twitter interaction from a certain Sam Hill. <laughs> so, yeah. Have Listen a look at to that. the game in the uh, in Dubai, is he? Sunny, sunny We're international. Dubai. We, I, didn't, I didn't tell you before we came on there, mate. We are international. Love it, Sam. Love it. We'll be back out there soon, mate. Michael Palmer's listening as well. He's uh, happy with the, the team selection. The fact that Laurie McNally's on the bench for Suffley. 
You say Mike Palmer's listening, is he? Yep. He's loved up Sam now, Hill. I've heard. He's loved up, he is, Mike Palmer. <laughs> Sam Hill gives, us, gives you the thumbs up saying you're a neutral. Happy days. Uh, natural, sorry. Happy As we'll forward, chance for Stonehouse. Knee falls to Tim Williams. Adam Clark has to recover well. Ball played up against Joe Shirt after the clearance. And you, that's what happens. You look down for a second, McCauley, at the Sam Hill tweet, and then the goal nearly goes in at one oh, of the ends. Oh, yeah. Got to have eyes everywhere in this game. As uh, Rich Freight is able to go on the really try and bring it forward again. What we saw there in that 30 seconds was the good and the bad of Rich Freight being able to bring the ball forward, but then decided for no reason on the halfway line to back heel to nobody. Toughly just couldn't get it forward into a, a Toughly shirt. And Harry John has nipped in again. Palmer has got a foot on it, sending it back into the left back corner. And Toughly Rovers have won a throw in. That's what Toughly have been good at so far, McCauley, yep. pressing and winning these key battles. Yeah, that's what we talked about before the game, and uh, it's, it's working really well. Stonehouse players can't uh, can't handle the press, unfortunately, for them. Not as much time as they'd want on the on the ball. Burkett from the throw-in. It's been forced back about five yards, but he's managed to get into Joe Shutt. Takes over from Burkett, skips away from him, and then a ball forward from Shutt back to Burkett. Just runs out of play for a goal kick, but it's, again, good positive play from Tuffley, you'd say. And Stonehouse... Looking to try and just deal with it a little bit better than what they have done so far. The fact that it's nil-nil will obviously mean that Stonehouse are, of course, still in the game and, and have been competitive throughout and attacked. But defensively, they've just been a little bit shaky in regards to just the way they're playing it around the back. Playing it with confidence, of course, but you've got to find your team when you're playing it around your own final third. Because there's been a couple of times where if Tuffley had just used it a little bit better... You'd have fancied him to have uh, broken the deadlock. His head tennis and shoes. Harry Burns almost hits him more than anything. And it's down the line from Humphrey. So he plays it down the line for Tim Williams. Let it run. Thought Harry Burns was continuing the run. He didn't. And it's gone all the way through. And Geddes will sweep it back to Adam Clark. Harry Walker. Chance for him to bring the ball forward. And he goes for a spread to the left-hand side. Troke just kind of didn't really do an awful lot with it. It looked like he... Tried to take it down, and but also wanted to play it and did neither. But luckily for Tuffley, the ball's been swept forward, straight out of play for a Tuffley throw-in right in front of us, uh, just inside the Tuffley half that Lewis Bainbridge will take. But if you're just joining us live on Seven Sport, still nil-nil, both sides have had chances. Joe Schutz looked very, very lively. Probably the liveliest player on both sets of pitch is. Uh, Lewis Bainbridge is under pressure. Adam Clark's kick's not the best. It's out to Alex Kibble on this left-hand side. Kibble plays the ball into the box. Clark has no one challenging him. And it's going to run straight across the box. It looks like Harry Walker's going to keep it in over on the far side. But as I was saying, Joe Shutt's probably been the liveliest player out of the two sets of uh, teams. But in equal measure, golden opportunity was wasted earlier on when Stonehouse managed to get in over on the left-hand side. As McCauley lets out a sigh as the ball towards, well, the ball should have been played to Bainbridge, but wasn't. But Tuffley, in the end, have just overplayed it over on that far side and it's out of play for a Stonehouse throw-in. Yeah, that's our threat, is, is the wide areas. And we've talked about, talked about before the game, the full-backs getting high and, 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 you know, Lewis has got high there and just couldn't get the ball to him, which is a shame. But I think that's the areas that we're having our success. Sure, you've seen it. That would have been a McCauley-Herbert yeah, one-touch well, diagonal. We've got my head up and switched it. Out of the Sam Hill playbook, of course. Oh, yeah, definitely. But Tuffley bring it away and win a free kick right in front of Chris Burns who turns away in a bit of disgust at how easy that free kick was just given away. No real need to challenge. 
But Tuffley, again, just overplaying it a little bit from the free kick. The ball's deflected forward up to Bloomfield. He manages to hold it and it's offloaded to Harry Morgan in down the line. Can Burkett keep it in? Looks like he can, but Rich Freight's going to get there. Nipped in, does the centre-half. Burkett was on the stretch and was never going to do it, but Stonehouse this time. Again, this time, Stonehouse, final third, but their own third. Just the end, overplaying it. The passes aren't tight. Uh, straight out play for a throw in and Burkett trying to cut in. Good foot in from Rich Freight. That's Morgan drills it towards Bainbridge, but it's a poor ball. The ball forward in search of Tim Williams, and Clark's going to have to come for this, and he's had to make an unreal challenge. Great challenge. Adam Clark, otherwise Tim Williams would have been in. Geddes was trying to get back to cover space more than anything, but you'd have fancied Tim Williams to have broken the deadlock if he'd managed to get in there. Yeah, still not to get in their little spells in the game. It's just uh, it's a bit, bit uh, shaky at the back, aren't they? And, uh, not really setting the foundations for the, the attackers to, to give it a good go my opinion but Clark showing good awareness from the uh, goalkeeping position to come out confidently in the way he did and it's been a goal at Morven Bishop's Cleaver 1-0 up Blaine War with the goal there ball played into the box here still 0-0 hooked away by Geddes Luke Sol just chasing down Ryan Thwait as he tries to play it forward into Nick Humphreys couldn't get out his feet cleanly but in the end managed to get to Elliot King King Back to Humphreys again. Just taking on Bainbridge in that left corner. Plays off Bainbridge out of play for a Stonehouse throw-in. It just feels like it's getting a little bit darker again here in Stonehouse. Rain just starting to uh, threaten like it could come back about half hour into the game as the ball's played into the box. Hooked away and up more than anything from Harry Walker. Headed down from Kibble and then headed away by Luke Troke up to... Bloomfield under pressure from Rob Humphreys manages to offload it to Troke and he's cut back onto his right foot before playing it long towards Bloomfield again in fact that was Harry John that time he was just beaten in the air round the corner from Kibble Stonehouse looking to just thread a couple of passes together good challenge, challenge from Harry John he steps into it afterwards and now Burkett Burkett's got options just drops a shoulder he's got a diagonal on here and plays it into a good Advance run from Harry Morgan. Back to Burkett again, who's looking keen to get on this to Sol. Tries to just flick it up, but it flicks away from him. Ryan Thwaite gets a boot in. And now Stonehouse can bring it clear up towards the halfway line. Alex Kibble passed to Elliot King a little bit heavy, and it allowed Harry John to nip in. Now Joe Shutt. Shutt runs it into Nick Humphreys out of play for a toughly throw. And Stonehouse were convinced it was their ball. Referee and linesman in agreement. It was a toughly ball, and Burkett just being held up by Palmer. Challenge comes in from him as he blocks the ball fall from Bainbridge. And now Tuffley over throwing literally right in front of us here. Bainbridge, header away from Humphreys. And it's now with Harry Morgan on halfway. Drops a little flick and goes for a ball forward. It just slightly bobbles as he went to play. And it's ended up going over Luke Troke and out of play for a Stonehouse throw-in. But again, McCauley, what you'd say is from Tuffley's perspective, it's you know positive midfield play to just try and get it forward and get it wide and... It, one or two touches. Yeah, yeah. We just we're trying to shift it as uh, as quick as we can, efficient as we can. But I don't know. It just feels like the final pass just isn't there at the moment, which is unfortunate. Stonehouse winner throwing a little bit further up the line, which Rob Humphreys takes into Burns, flicks around the corner. Tim Williams does likewise, and it's out of play for a Stonehouse throwing right on the halfway line. Rob Humphreys just trots forward to take it. 
just won't sit down for Stonehouse on that far side. And the ball forward's hooked away by Geddes pretty easily. Burkett plays it down the left-hand side. Gives Bloomfield something to chase, but Rich Freight should deal with it. We've said that this half, and he hasn't. This time he's managed to play it up off Bloomfield. Out of play for a throw into Stonehouse deep in the corner. Sam Hill asks what shape of Tuffy playing. It's kind of a 4 3 3, I'd say. Yeah, 4 3 3, yeah. Dropping into a, a 4 5 1 when Stonehouse have the ball. Maybe the criticism would be they just need to get in and around Luke Soul a little bit more. But Harry John's tried to do that in this first half of an hour or so. And uh, Lewis Bainbridge trotting forward this time in field. Pass just cleared. It was a bit of traffic in the middle there. And Harry John is just nipped in on by Tim Williams. And he's offloaded it to Alex Kibble. And it's going to be a yellow card for Harry John. He just pulled him away. Pulled Tim Williams back. And Stonehouse was saying, look, we wanted to play on. Stonehouse were breaking over the halfway line at the time. But Ian Butler's pulling it back. And he's going to card Harry John. Who It was his error in the first place. He just got stepped in on. But pulled his man back. And it's going to be the easiest yellow card you're going to see given. It's a good fault that. From, from a toughy point of view, anyway, they're on the break. Luckily, the ref done as a favour and blew up. Stonehouse disappointed they felt that they were looking to capitalise on that and instead they got a free kick about five yards into their own half that allows Tuffley the chance to get their shape back and what we're seeing really from Tuffley in the last couple of minutes really is Bainbridge seems to be a little bit ahead of Shutt it's almost as if Shutt's dropped back to that right wing back position as ball in field just skips away from Harry Burns who will chase the ball back to Adam Clark is ricocheted off Burns Bainbridge trying to get in there against Tim Williams. Williams has managed to get there first. Out to Nick Humphreys. There's a chance here for Stonehouse. Ball into the box. Just won't sit down for Burns. He has to tee it up to Kibble with a strike. Block from Harry John. Burkett then commits a foul on the ricochet. And that will be a free kick to Stonehouse in the middle of Tuffley's half. But again, what you would say from a, a neutral and almost a defensive perspective is that you know when Stonehouse have had chances, the defenders have been there to block them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We defended pretty well. It's just, uh, yeah, I think Stone are, are on top now a little bit. Building a little bit of momentum. Had to create a few chances. Drama at uh, Malvern as former Tuffley Rovers man Mark Pritchett's been sent off. Last man seems to have been the, the call there. But it's a free kick to Stone out here. Burns tried to play it short, play it straight against the wall. Ross won't sit down for either side. And Alex Kibble looks to get there. Tuffley won a free kick, not given. Ball to the back post. Clark thought about coming. And Gardner would have done very well if he had uh, kept that in, but just hooked it straight out of play for a goal kick. Poor free kick, you'd say, from, from a Stonehouse perspective. Oh, yeah. In that position, you want to be, you know, at least getting a shot on goal at the end of it. Almost definitely, yeah. It's just, uh, I think that's uh, the problem with both teams today at the moment. It's just the final third, isn't it? Just you know, the final pass, final third. Just not nobody's really making it count. No one's really stepping their authority down in and getting a goal ahead. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a bit like Leicester, unfortunately. But what you would say from, you know, looking at the game as a whole, you know, Will Pedrick's been the busiest of the two goalkeepers. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we've had the, uh, toughly had the better chances. No doubt about that. It's just... Uh, As Williams that, could be in here. So he skips past Walker. Walker's done well to get the block. It's hooked away by Bainbridge. Only as far as Burns with a strike. Deflected out of play for a corner. Stonehouse thought they were in there. Humphreys managed to nip it into Tim Williams' right-hand side of the box. Walker looked like he was just going to get away from Williams there. But good positioning from Harry Walker just to get in front of the man. Got the blocking on the initial shot. And when it came to Burns, he was, well, not forced onto his right foot because it was what he was wanting to do. But stepped onto his right foot, curled it towards the left-hand post of Adam Clark. 
always comfortably wide after the deflection and Stonehouse will have the corner which everyone's back for for Tuffley corner in towards the back post Rich Freight was up and it's a judge to have hit a Tuffley head out of play for another corner Freight who is always going to be the target from that situation the tallest man probably on the pitch today and uh, he managed to get up managed to nod it towards goal and referee and Butler saying that it's come off a Tuffley man so it'll be a corner from this near side Whipped in towards the near post, headed away by Harry Morgan, back into the box. Harry Burns scrapping for it, as is Nick Humphreys. Humphreys battling for it with Morgan again. Morgan's only been able to hook it out to the corner taker. So it's play, played back in towards the back post. Clark, though, watches it go over his goal. And you'd say that kind of sums Stonehouse up a little bit. They've yeah. had good play and good chances forward, but Adam Clark ultimately has had nothing to do. Yeah, not made a save, has he really? Um, not really tested at all. It's a shame. But in terms of the, the way the play's going, you know, Stonehouse just seeing a bit more of the ball. Yeah, yeah, they're coming be, to it. If you were out on the pitch, would that concern you? Um, well, yeah, the last five, ten, they've had the ball a lot more. We've not really created anything. It's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say concern, but it would be, uh, be rollicking the players out there, get back on the ball, dictate the play, be a bit more commanding, a bit more aggressive. We could press a bit more. That, that seems to have gone a little bit. I'm sure Coxie would draw that in uh, when the whistle goes for half-time. Well, we mentioned that uh, Mark Pritchett was sent off for Bishop's Cleave. It then got worse for Bishop's Cleave as Morven scored from the free kick. It's now 1-1 yeah. at Morven, and Adam Clark's kick is poor. There's a chance here for Tim Williams. Whoa, recovery from Harry John. Shot comes in from Humphreys, and he breaks the deadlock. Stonehouse take the lead, and Tuffley will be disappointed with the way it's come. It was a poor kick from Clark. Harry John, to his credit, managed to get back and prevent Tim Williams charging through, but it left Nick Humphreys with a pretty easy task of just putting it into the net, and Stonehouse have taken the lead just before the half-time break and we were saying there McCauley you know the play was just going back towards Stonehouse and you were talking about how tough he had to you know try and see it out almost but mm-hmm. how disappointing would that have been yeah it's a story of the tournament really is you know it's, it's, it's mistakes individual mistakes um, yeah it's a real shame especially coming into half-time but what you would say is the way that the half's gone is toughly have shown that they are capable oh, yeah, of uh, getting themselves back into this, as we have seen throughout the tournament, of course. Toughly, you know, managed to get themselves back into games. It's a soft goal to concede on a toughly point of view, personally. I think if we could have weathered it out until half time, regroup second half, come again, I think we uh, could have been all right. But Bainbridge will take a throw in for Toughly to Burke it back towards Bainbridge, stepped into by. Gardner down the line to Tim Williams round the corner and it's now with Harry Burns Burns just swivels on it and he knocks it into Alex Kibble runs into traffic Harry John is on the yellow card by the way that was soft in my opinion very soft he felt contact and went down it's kind of one of those where he's almost entitled to do it as a, as a player nowadays but what you would say is that Harry John is a man on the yellow card and he's now going to be in the referee's um, eye line as it were he's called Jacob Geddes over to say look you know, I don't want to be sending anybody off today it would have been a, a soft yellow card but it's usually one of those if this was a maybe a local derby for example oh yeah you'd, you'd be asking for it you'd yeah. imagine players would have been all over the referee oh, yeah, you'd, yeah you'd be asking for it 100% if I was a stone eyes defender I'd be, I'd be asking for it put it that way. but on a neutral point of view it was pretty was pretty soft Palmer down the line to Elliot King Stonehouse lead by a goal to nil thanks to Nick Humphreys scored just moments ago in a half it's been pretty even Tuffy have had very very good opportunities just not been able to find that killer instinct Stoners have had a couple that have been blocked and 
Adam Clark, the toughy keeper, will be disappointed that he's not kept a clean sheet so far, having not done an awful lot. But it was his goal kick that was a poor one, led to Stonehouse getting the opportunity. Harry John gets the ball out of his feet and goes for a ball towards Joe Shutt. He nipped in ahead of Elliot King there. Wanted a free kick did Stonehouse. Referee was not interested at all. From here, it looked like Elliot King just misjudged it in the air as it's overstepped by Rich Freight again. And Harry Morgan finds Luke Troke. Drops a little chop back and it's now with Morgan again. Thinking about it, he's got options to the right of him. One of them being Jacob Geddes bringing it over the halfway line. Feeds the ball into Luke Sol. Sol round the corner towards Joe Shutt. Good challenge from Elliot King. And his ball was a bit aimless. All the way out to Luke Troke. Troke. Cuts in, plays it in towards Joe Shutt. Just bobbled ahead of him. Shutt's then bundled into. Now it should be a free, free kick, kick yeah. to Tuffley in it. Rich Freight. <laughs> Thing is with Rich Freight, I've seen, I've, I've seen him play for a number of clubs over the years. And he's always got that sort of clumsy foul in him. Yeah, and it's not, a, it's not criticism of him. It's just a couple of times he gives free kicks away that are needless like that. And what you would say, Macaulay, is this is a fantastic opportunity just before the break for Tuffley to level it up. Definitely. And also as a defender, when you when you see you got a bit of a sniff of the ball, you want to go for it. But I think you kind of need to be a bit mature and, and, and not go for it because you've got, you know, you're at risk of giving a, a free kick away in a dangerous area like, like we've got now. Well, you would say Stonehouse are going to have a big wall. Yeah. With Rich Freight, with Elliot King in there. Looks like Nick Humphreys is in there, the goal scorer, of course. This is perfect pitch territory, this is, where yeah. you just drill it and hope for the best. Hopefully it goes through the wall, it goes under the wall, whatever. But me, me personally, I, I drill this. I just drill it and hope for the best. Not, not, I think it's too close to be trying to... I think if you've got the ability, you can curl it over, but I don't know. I, I just, I'm in favour of drilling it for this one. Well, I'm glad the referee has come out of the wall, because it did look a couple of yards too near to Henry Burkett. Burkett will fancy this, Henry Burkett. A player of his ability... His eyes will be lighting up here. If he gets this spot on. And it's Burkett with a strike. It is low. It is driven. It's into the wall. It isn't really cleared. Burkett sidesteps. Shot. Blocked. Still not fully clear from Stonehouse. In the end, Burns has nodded it down to himself. Hook clear only as far as Harry John. His touch forwards intercepted. And Burns will play it clear. And now Stonehouse can break with Elliot King. Up against Lewis Bainbridge. King just rolls it under his foot and he's away from Bainbridge. Nips it in beyond Geddes. Clark has slipped, but it's away from the runner and it's all the way through to Clark and it's still Stonehouse one toughly nil and you got you called it with the drilled free kick I think it was the best option just yeah. end up getting stuck between players and Tuffy couldn't force it home another day that could have ricocheted off a Stonehouse player and went in so it's, it's just a chance you've got to take you drill him in Leonard. long ball forward in search of Joe Shutt hooked up into the air by Humphreys who is the difference maker on the day so far out of his feet from Burkett out to the far side and Luke Troke Troke cuts in field and he's got space to run into and he knocks it down the line to no one in the end Burkett slightly on his heels that's going to be brought away by Rob Humphreys down the line to Gardner Gardner into Kibble hooks it onto Palmer scuff from Kibble more than anything and it's now with Nick Humphreys smart from Stonehouse and now Burns can bring it forward out to the right hand side and Rob Humphreys has managed to get himself forward from right back not back to Burns again. Burns swings the cross in. Adam Clark comes and claims it pretty easily under no real pressure. And he bowls it out to Jacob Geddes. And now he knocks it down the line. Asks Bainbridge to chase it. Bainbridge's ball forward to Joe Shutt. Round the corner towards Luke Soul. Is he going to get there ahead of Rich Freight? Freight's good sliding tackle. Makes use of his long legs to Freight. Nearly moments for Tuffley as they trail by a goal to nil here at Old Ends Lane. Round the corner from Palmer. Back to Ryan Freight. And Pedrick just took a touch on that. 
He's managed to get into a rich weight and he fancies a run forward again. And he's just got to lay it off and he has. Almost challenged by Burkett. And Burkett is then taking out Rob Humphreys and that could be a yellow card for Henry Burkett here. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what's that, 2-3 now, Burkett's had. I think that's why Ian Butler's just pointing to him. He's saying, look, it's not the first one that you've had. Humphreys just shifted it half a yard and the challenge came in. But about 30 seconds before we're into additional time here at Old Ends Lane, and it is still Stonehouse Town 1. Toughly Rovers nil, but toughly have the two yellow cards to nil. I've got to say, last five, I think Stonehouse has been pretty good, to be fair. They've, they've done, I think, you know, they've kind of uh, crisp at the, the back. They've not really made that many mistakes, have they? I think they've they've reacted pretty well to go 1-0 up, which is yeah. actually what you want. I don't think Toughly have reacted the best either. Um, I think uh, it's still pretty flat. I think we need the half-time whistle to, to regroup and go again. But what we did say at the top of the, the, the game, really, was that you know, Toughly do have options on this bench. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even someone like Brett James, who, as we said, is more experienced, not as maybe dynamic as uh, Rudy McKinnon, for example. But, you know, it's kind of the kind of game that Brett James would end up doing quite well in. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, Brett, he's a physical player as well. I think he caused the Stone Ice uh, about four problems. I think Rudy as well, go, you know, goes up players. He would give the fullbacks a problem. We've got, obviously, Mendes on the bench as well, Sam Mendes. He's a, a very technically good player who will get in the box and create chances. As a diagonal free kick was played to Humphreys, who took it down under no real challenge. The ball was then stepped over by Kibble, but no one in a Stonehouse shirt was there. As we are now in stoppage time, Luke Troke can't keep it in, and it's out of play for a Stonehouse throw-in. Troke not too happy with the decision. But Stonehouse will have the throw-in, and at the moment they'll have the lead going into the break. So it's played forward. As Palmer slips it into the box. There's a chance here for Williams. Williams, and it's off the post. Oh. Adam Clark, furious with his defenders and how easy that was played in. Tim Williams, head in hands. He'll be wondering how he's not put that in. Yeah, I think uh, he fell asleep at the back there. I just, yeah, that was way, way, way too easy. Quite a concern, and really, when we're so close to half time, we just can't see it out. Great transfer, Stone nice to go two up. Jacob Geller saying to the rest of the team, look, you've got to keep holding the ball. You've got to keep better than that. 100%. That's poor. And there goes the half-time whistle. Well, what you would say, Stonehouse have the lead, but Tuffley, in the end, will be quite relieved that it's only the one at the end. Two minutes of additional time was played, and right at the end of it, Tim Williams was nipped in. One-on-one with Adam Clark, knocked it past the keeper. He did the right thing by coming out and spreading himself, only to uh, see it ricochet off the post and away. And the lead at half-time is only one goal to nil. It came from Nick Humphreys after a poor kick from Clark. was recycled by Stonehouse. shot was then blocked and then it fell to Humphreys. And he had the easy task just to tap it home. Um, and game where both sides have looked like they can score goals. It's only been the one. So, uh, Macaulay, what have you made of that 30-45 as a whole? Um, a bit of a rollercoaster for Tuffley's point of view. Um... I think first five ten. I think Stone and I started pretty well, um, and I think Tuffley then began to grow into the game, created some good chances. Phil, we should have been one up, in my opinion. Um, just couldn't make the chances count, and then I think Stone and I have, have got back on top. And they've held the ball really well. They've, they've, you know, they've used their key areas in terms of the wide areas, their wide players to create chances, and, and obviously, um, unfortunate for Clarkey, made um, a bit of a poor uh, goal kick, uh, favoured him a goal. 
Um, but I think there's plenty to, to improve on. I think, you know, I, I still feel that we can get back in the game. Um, as we proved in the first half, we can create chances, we can get in the box and, and, and test the keeper. So we'll just see what we can we can do second half. Like I said, we've got um, players to come off the bench as well, impact players, real good players to, to change the game. Well, Turfley had to come back from behind last week and they managed to do so to force penalties. We'll find out in the second half um, what they can do. What we will do actually is bring Kelsey in. Kelsey, if you want to come down here, lad. What did you make of that 45 minutes, obviously, watching in silence? Um, yeah, pretty much exactly what you boys have said. You know, Tuffley have shown glimpses. You know, they know that they can create the chances, but they've just been lacking the quality in the final third. You know, final decision as well. There's been a couple of times where Joe Shutt's been free on this right-hand side, and that one where Bloomfield was free in the box there. Luke Sol just made the wrong decision and just played the wrong ball. But, you know, credit to Stonehouse. I think they've gone about their business well. Um, you know, they've broken down Tuffley. They've broken down the lines where they can. I think the midfield battle in the second half is going to be key. I think Stonehouse have just come out on top at the moment, but you know, big 45 minutes ahead from this game, and Tuffley definitely not out of it, but Stonehouse just need to keep doing what they're doing, and they should be all right. And there we go. Just as the rain starts to fall again at Old Ends Lane, we're going to go for a break here for the half-time, and when we come back, it'll be the second half of this quarter-final match, where it's currently Stonehouse Town 1, Tuffley Rovers 0. And we're back here... At Stonehouse, we've had a very quick half-time break. That's what we love. Ian Butler wants the action to continue, and so do we. If you're just joining us, Stonehouse Town lead by a goal to nil. And being honest, it could easily have been 1-1. Could have easily been, you know, 2-1 toughly. Could have easily been right at the end of the half, 2-0 to Stonehouse. A goal opportunity from Tim Williams was just not wasted, but yeah, well, you'd say wasted really because he was one-on-one with Clark, knocked it past him. Off the post, Gordon opportunity for Stonehouse to have gone in 2-0 at the break. It is only one, and we're about to have the second half kick off. I've had a missed call from Warren Mann for some reason. Not sure why he's calling me. <laughs> I suppose he's not blocked his number. <laughs> what I find is, I always say it, I get messages from everybody during 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock on a Saturday, yeah. despite the fact everyone knows what I've been doing at 3 o'clock till 5 <laughs> on a Saturday for about five years. As second half... Thought it was underway, but looks like uh, Stonehouse were a bit too eager, and it is underway this time. Stonehouse kicking off from left to right in this second 45 minutes. And, uh, and the uh, heartbreaking news is Warren, that man, has left me a voicemail, which I'll take <laughs> joy in listening to later on. But, you know, the halftime break, what would you have expected Rich Cox to have said to, uh, to the Tuffy players, McCauley? Well, you've got to come out on the front foot, like I said, and um, we to start. Obviously, a lot better than we when we finished that that second half. Um, midfield, I think as well. We need to um, get on the ball a bit more. It's a great ball by Henry there. Just goes out of play. But um, yeah, those sort of areas we need to get back in the wide areas again. Get get in the box. Get numbers in the box and, and create some more chances. I think early goal is important in my opinion. Because there has been that um, element of, of Turfley's game, in particularly this this match so far is there have been times where the ball's come into the box and other than Luke sold, no one really gambling and making the run to get in amongst him. Yeah. Would, would, you know, would you reckon that Rich Cox would have said to, to the forward players, particularly Bloomfield and Joe Shutt, you know, try and get nearer to Luke Sol and, and potentially feed off him a little bit? Yeah, yeah, but we know Luke Sol can hold the ball up really well. So, um, and, and get, you know, if, if we can get the ball into Luke Sol, um, I think Bloom and he can get chances off that. So, yeah, I think we've got a gamble. I think you're right there. Ball played down the line for Stonehouse and it sees Gardner gives chase. Challenge from Harry Morgan only knocks it into Gardner's path. Gardner cutting in goes for a shot comfortably wide of Adam Clark's left hand post in the end. 
A reminder, though, Tuffley do have a pretty strong-looking bench, as we said at the start of the uh, commentary. They have Brett James, Rudy McKinnon, James Sunley, Sam Mendes, and also the uh, young fullback Laurie McNally, who, to be fair, we've seen him play for the under-18 side. He's capable of getting forward himself. So options for Rich Cox at his disposal and how he wants to, to go about it. But the players out on this pitch are Tuffley Rovers. We'll need to try and get themselves back into this game or they will be replaced by players who are equally as good, if not better. Up into the air from Burns, but Graham Pupert's flag up for no reason there. I'm not too sure what he's doing there. But Bloomfield's nipped in. Bloomfield on the edge of the box, doubled up on by Fway and Humphreys. Just managed to double up on him, but it's back to Bloomfield off the ricochet. Bloomfield goes for a curler. (laughs) Wide of Pedrick's left-hand post and you've got to say you mentioned before the half-time break McCauley that Stonehouse have cut out the mistakes a little bit again just two two Stonehouse players getting on top of each other yeah, nearly nipped in for Bloomfield who isn't going to take a second invitation to have a shot from there yeah shot himself in the foot there a little bit I think they've done well of cutting out the mistakes towards the end of the uh, first half but not 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 really good early signs from a Stonehouse point of view got to give credit to I think it was Henry Burkett in the end who was there getting involved and it ricocheted off him back to Bloomfield on the corner of the box left hand side and he's always going to fancy a curler from that position a player like Bloomfield cutting in on the right hand side oh on his right foot sorry from the left hand side and, uh, just over this time yeah I would have thought that's what I think Coxie would have said in, at half time to, to get more shots on I think cutting inside especially the wingers cutting inside and getting testing the keeper a bit more throw into Stonehouse over on the far side lead here by a goal to nil, thanks to, thanks to Nick Humphrey's strike in the first half. Ball ricochets in midfield away from Joe Shutt, and it's played forward. Geddes just lent into by by uh, Tim Williams. Ball forward, though, no one from Stonehouse's perspective gambling and allowed Harry Walker to get there. Walker then gets it from the rollout, and it's now with Luke Troke, who's got Green to run into. Goes for a diagonal towards Joe Shutt. Just a bit short. Header away from King, but time for Harry Morgan to just pick it up. Now it's Bainbridge on the far side. Chance for him to run infield into Harry John, who had a particularly good first half. His ball forward's cut out by King. Tuffy just looking to recycle it a bit better and a bit quicker. And then Harry Morgan's looking to do so. Cuts in field. Morgan still going. Nice pirouette on the edge of the box. Still Harry Morgan. Goes for a second one. And it's a free chance here for Soul. Great goal. goal. That's a fantastic effort. Luke Soul buries it. And Harry Morgan turned into Zinedine Zidane for about 30 seconds there. Two pirouettes. It ricocheted through. Luke Soul side-foots it into the top corner. Stonehouse looked for a flag. Tuffley Rovers looked for each other to celebrate because it's 1-1. Yeah, that's, like I said, that's exactly what we need to start off with the second half is that early goal. Um, as you can see through the, through the Stonehouse, like, heads are dropped now a little bit. It's all about you know building on this now and, and just keeping the pressure on. How easy it was there for Harry Morgan to, to whisk through the midfield and, and create a chance for Luke Soul. You, you put away nicely. Well, Tuffley would have had heart from it and they look like they're nipping again. Bloomfield beats Humphreys to the ball, cuts inside. Bloomfield on his right foot, just bubbled as he went to hit it and he's leaning as well. Always going to go wide, but suddenly the game flipped on its head. You got to say, give credit to Lewis Bainbridge. He's the one that got the ball, made that diagonal burst infield, dragged two players in with him. And then when it came to Morgan, he just did the same. Pirouetted past one, forced it through. Pirouetted again and it managed to find its way to Luke Salt. Into the box, side foot. You know, Luke Soul's been brought to Turfley Rovers to score goals like that in that position. Yeah. And he's clinical. Definitely clinical finish. Yeah, great finish. Right in the top corner. Ball is with Rich Fway out to Rob Humphreys. And now 
Lloyd Gardner plays it forward, skips away from Burns, who's only been able to get a foot on it and sends it back to Harry Walker, who in turn finds Adam Clark. Gets a lot of force behind that kick this time, up to Sol. Good first touch, and he's bundled into by Palmer. Free Great kick. Great foul, well done. You'd Great play by Soldi there. Held the ball up, and then won the free kick. You'd say, uh, as well, it's kind of like one in the first half, where it was a little bit soft, but it's probably always going to be given. Yeah, it's going to be given, yeah, you're going to take it. If you feel the contacts in the back, especially in that sort of area of the pitch, right in the middle, you're going to go down, you're going to take the free kick. Much better from Tuffley. It's Harry Morgan will have uh, wind in his sails after that. Cut back to Luke Troke. Troke with a Megnuts there into Morgan on the corner of the box. Plays it in. A header away from Elliot King. Joe Shutt will fancy getting there and he will comfortably. Staying out a little bit slow to get out here but Shutt will need to try and create something. He cuts in on the corner of the box. Okay, Shutt still going with Great a movie. Back to the byline. It's oh, hit the post. post. Corner's given. Exactly That's what Joe Shutt does. Exactly what I want to see from Shutt is we said that you get get at players. We know he can beat players. Fullbacks don't want to be squared at one by one by Shutty because you know he's, he's, he can easily go past you. It's almost a Raheem Sterling style, just running left, right, shifting it quickly. Yeah. Unpredictable and shot when he runs at you. Twist the defender up, of course, and it'll be shut to take this corner. Geddes is forward from the back. It's a bit of a flat one. Geddes managed to turn it goalwards, hooked it way at the near post, headed down. And it's going to fall to Geddes, who's. About 35 yards out now. Goes for a ball towards the left-hand side. It's a good one. Touch from Harry John. John squares it. Oh. Sol was in there. Sol thought he was about to have a tap-in, but it's hooked away. I think it was Elliot King who was there at the back post. And it's now with Lloyd Gardner, who skips past oh. his man. Free kick given. And uh, Luke Troke, don't want to talk back. He is on the yellow, of course. Yeah. Silly, silly free kick to give away, especially <laughs> in that sort of area. Not really under any pressure, but like I said, when you feel the contact, you're going to go down. A lot better by Tuffley though. We started the half really, really well. On the front foot, causing problems, which is what we've done in spells in the first half. We just need to be a bit more consistent with it in the Definitely. second half. Touchdown from Palmer. Forward by Rob Humphreys. Touchdown from Harry Morgan into Henry Burkett. Now there's space for Burkett to manoeuvre in. One Out one, to yeah. Shut on the far side. Just skipped away from him slightly, but Shut still has it. Pulls it back to Bainbridge. He's still got a shot with him, but Bainbridge twists and turns, drills it Ooh. into the side netting from the right-hand side. But again, more positive play from Tuffley. A lot better. Creating chances. Tuffley pulling themselves back level. Stonehouse won. Tuffley Rovers won. And the pass is given away, this time by Ryan Thwaite to Joe Shutt on the corner of the box. Shutt lays it in field all the way across. And Sol again. Goal. Great goal. Luke Sol, what a finish. Pedrick could only get a hand to it. Handed it against the underside of the bar into the back of the net. And a double for Luke Sol after the half-time break. And Tuffley have turned it around. Stonehouse won, Tuffley too. Yeah, well deserved. We were on the front foot. Solely a great finish again. You know, if you give the ball to Solely on that sort of area in the box, he's going to score. Well, it's a great play again, wasn't it, from Tuffley when they win the ball in that position. It came across to the left-hand side and it was just knocked back by, uh, I think it may have been Harry Morgan. Yeah. Teed it up for Sol to step onto on the edge of the box. And again, he's been brought here to score goals for Tuffley Rovers. He scored very, very two f- good finishes. Very and soft goal uh, for, for Stoneham's point course. of view. Definitely uh, giving a ball away way too easy, but we, you know, we're pressing really high and it's, and it's paying off, as you can see right now. But what you would say is, is, is someone who's obviously watched this whole game is that it's not just come out of the blue. It's something no. that Stonehouse nearly got punished for in the first half. It's yeah. a heavy ball back to Adam Clark. He's done pretty well with that and then played it clear. But as I was saying, you know, it's not come out of the blue. It's something that you know, toughly have threatened all game. 
So, so Tuffley are threatened doing this all game, according. You know, they've done it a couple of times in the first half, got no end product from it. Yeah. And this time they've made it pay. Yeah, yeah, they've made it pay. Um, it's only matter, like I said, in the first, it only matter of time, I think, until until we actually take a chance and build on the momentum. And, and thankfully, we've got two goals in, in kind of quick succession within the, within the 10 minute mark, I think, isn't it? Ball from Harry Walker, who's a very, very good attempt. Nearly found Lewis Bainbridge over on that far side. Walker, who's got the ability to play those diagonals, nearly got it perfect. It was headed out of play for a toughly throw in which Kibble will pick up. Looks like uh, Morgan was just on his heels slightly for it. That's out of play. Brilliant We've got him pinned in now, really, at the moment. Don't, looks like Stoneworth don't really have an answer to, to, to this sort of press and, and this aggression that we're showing in the second half, which is brilliant. Well, you would say from a Stonehouse perspective, there's a couple just in that defensive third that aren't happy. They're not comfortable with the, the way the game's going and when the ball's with them at the back and the way Tuffley are pressing... They're not happy and they're not comfortable with that play. They want the freedom. They want the yeah. space to be able to, to try and play it. But it's great credit to Tuffley. They're hustling and, and they're harrying um, you know, this Stonehouse defence into making those mistakes. But a free kick to Tuffley again. They've won the ball and won the free kick and a chance to get the men forward from the back. It's played down the line to Joe Shutt on the right-hand side. Shutt goes for a little chop, nearly gets through. Manages to play it across. Shot comes in oh, lucky. on the spin. By Adam by Bloomfield, and it's out of play for a goal kick. Yeah, great work by Shetty there, just to uh, you know get the ball into the box. Obviously, Bloomfield gets shot on goal, and lucky. Another day that could have bounced and deflected, maybe on target. Well, what a difference 11 minutes makes. 11 minutes ago, we were at half time, and Tuffley were a goal down, and we were asking McCauley how they get back into the game. 11 minutes later, they're 2 1 up, and it looks completely different uh, outlook, really, for Tuffley at the moment. They're the team in the ascendancy. Uh, it's up to Stonehouse really at this point to see how they're going to react to this because if Tuffley were to go on to score a third, McCauley, you feel that the game will be theirs by the scruff of their neck? Yeah, 100%. Like I said, I think in the first half, you know, Stonehouse had the ball a lot more. It's a good win there by Brainbridge. Over on the far side, Brainbridge is allowed to run forward, but a good yeah. recovery in the end from Stonehouse who managed to double up on him. But again, if you're Chris Burns over on that far side, you say it's a disappointment because Stonehouse had a free kick and it was played short, played up the line played straight to Lewis Bainbridge about 20 yards away he really didn't gain any yardage from that free kick at all and that will be the most disappointing thing yeah I think we gave um, Stonis a bit, a bit more well, too much respect in the first half in terms of the possession of the ball I think they had the ball and a bit more time than, they ha- than they're having in the second half and, and you know the, the press and the aggression is, is obviously proven to, to work in our favour as Stonis are making mistakes does look like a couple of toughly subs are getting ready over on the far side see a couple of match shirts being handed around so it'll be interesting to see who does come on there's a swipe from Jacob Geddes sends Tim Williams to the ground free kick to Stonehouse about 10 to 15 yards inside their own half a reminder you can tweet us throughout the broadcast at 7sport facebook.com forward slash 7sport info at 7sport.co.uk and also on the Instagram 7 underscore sport and a reminder at this point as ever that all of the broadcasts that we produce here at Seven Sport over the course of this season are sponsored by PAH Accounting for your accountancy needs in Gloucestershire and Wiltshire. And also, as ever, Seven Sport is sponsored by Cornell & Company. Cornell & Company UK for your mortgage financial and consultancy needs. As the ball play forward in search of Luke Soul. Skips away from him and Pedrick's going to have to come out of his goal to hook it up towards the halfway line. Troke fancies this. Header doesn't win it cleanly. Troke, as we said, it's on a yellow card. I wouldn't say that was a yellow card offence, but... Got him, got him aggressively, but he's, I, you know, I did see him kind of get the ball there. But 
Yeah, like he's got. I think it's the way he's gone in into the back of the Sonos player aggressively. I think that's caused the ref to, to blow up and give the free kick. What you would say for Luke Troke is that his arms were down. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah, yeah. He wasn't leading with his arms or anything like that. And I think what the referee just saying to him, look, it's not anything that's a yellow card, but what you would say, Luke Troke is a player who probably doesn't know when to shut up. Hothead, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think if I was in the back four now, I'd be, I'd be having a word with Troke just to calm down a little bit, get your composure back, just you know, manage yourself and accept the, the fact the rest look for a free kick. Well, I would say on the social media, a bit of love coming through through the likes and the retweets for Luke Soul getting his second goal of the game. That's what we expected from him as we approach the hour mark as Rob Humphreys plays the ball in towards the Tuffley box off the crossbar. Adam Clark was stood there saying that the ball had gone out of play for a goal kick. He hadn't, according to the linesman, and it hit the crossbar. Adam Clark telling Luke Troke to just be quiet. Maybe Adam Clark's got a secret headphone in, just listening to Macaulay <laughs> Herbert's words of wisdom. Uh, it looks like a substitution is going to be made for Tuffley. James Sunley is there looking to come on. Harry John, I think, probably, is it? Or... You'd say so. In fact, he's on a yellow card, maybe. In fact, it looks like it's Jacob Gillis going off, and Harry John's going to drop back into central defence with Harry Walker, obviously, as part of the... Um, care that Turfley put into the under-18s. The under-18s would have played last night, of course. Yeah, I think maybe, um, I'm not sure 100%, but I think Jacob might be carrying a bit of an injury, maybe. Or I know he played six yesterday, so... Uh, but for me, if you, if you can stay on, I think he, as a centre-half, you've got, you've got to stay on. I think he's been brilliant today, Jacob. Sol beaten to it by Rich Freight, and now suddenly Stonehouse looked to spring forward, hooked away by Luke Troke, and Joe Shutt sniffing for the loose ball. Ryan Freight's done well to bring it under control up over halfway and his ball forward is headed away by Luke Troke who's recovered well there but if you're Stonehouse you're, you're looking at yeah you're a goal behind but you know your, your visitors are making a change at defence which wouldn't have been the most obvious change for anyone looking on from the outside of Tuffley maybe they'll be looking at that as a chance to try and test this new back four yeah definitely yeah Harry John's not he's obviously a, he's not a centre half we all know that but there's a chance for Stonehouse to to get at us in that area of the the pitch as Gardner plays across in headed down to the back post from Elliot King hooked away by Lewis Bainbridge that's up to the halfway line Ryan Thwaite stepping onto it and Stonehouse look like they fancy this one ball play forward and searching Nick Humphreys flag stays down Humphreys takes it down in the box Humphreys got a chance here to pull it back chance for Stonehouse goal for Stonehouse Tim Williams buries it bottom corner and again another occasion where Tuffley looking for a flag that never came Nick Humphreys took it down brilliantly. The composure just to knock it square. Williams drilled into the bottom corner. And just like that, Desmond, 2-2. Two, two. Stonehouse, 2. Tuffley Rovers, 2. Yeah, there's always going to be uh, you know, another chance for, for Stonehouse front there. And they obviously took it, took it perfectly. Not too sure what the lads were uh, complaining about in terms of the lino, but 2-2. Two, two. Looks like the referee just signaling for the floodlights to be put on here at Old Ends Lane. Has it just gone a little bit murky again? A bit murky on the scoreline for Tuffley Rovers. The Stonehouse pegging back and then a pass from Bainbridge nearly caught out Harry John. Ball forward's been flicked on by a Stonehouse head and it'll be a throw into Tuffley Rovers midway into the Stonehouse half. And we can just calm down a little bit. Second half started a bit frantic. Three goals in the second half, first 16 minutes of it. We find ourselves Stonehouse 2, Tuffley 2. I did say at half time it could have been any scoreline. But what you would say is the game's there for the taking. And it looks like Tuffley 
have a corner, I think. The linesman just sort of waved his flag towards the corner, not necessarily saying it's a throw or a corner. It is going to be a corner. Looks like Harry Walker and Harry John are coming forward from the back. It's going to be Sunley to take the corner, plays it in, header away at the near post. It's going to be kept alive by Harry Morgan, out to Sunley again, who's a, a man who is very capable, as we know. Pass back is then skied into the air from Stonehouse, and Tuffy looks to recycle it. Burkett is then challenged, cleanly according to the referee, and no, it's not. The referee is saying no. Stonehouse absolutely furious, and they're surrounding the referee a little bit here. It was one that was a lunge, but he's won the ball cleanly. You'd probably say it's one that five years ago wouldn't have been a, a foul. Just, I think it's a follow-through, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's, that's caused the ref to, to blow up. Good challenge, in my opinion, but um, the follow-through's obviously caught a lot of the man as well. Well, you would say it's credit to Henry Burkett. Burkett's got up. Yeah, he's, he's sort of saying to the referee, look, you know, it wasn't that bad. And I think the referee's saying to Lloyd Gardner, it's a totting up for it, but I'm not convinced with that. I think that it's a good challenge. Yeah, it's a good challenge. Yeah, like I said, they got the ball, but got a lot on the mind as well. So in this day and age, they're going to get you a booking, unfortunately. Well, we mentioned some of the centre-halves that you've played with uh, down the years. Some of them wouldn't have uh, taken two Carney to not, that yeah. been given a foul. No way, yeah, no way. Definitely not. Not a foul, in my opinion. But it's free kicks to Tuffley. Decent position for Sunley to try and whip this one in. Towards the back post. Comes all the way through. Falls down. Hooked away ahead of Bloomfield. And Harry Morgan drops the shoulder. And his shot is behind for a goal kick. Still 2-2 here at Old Ends Lane. Live on 7 Sport. Game is finally poised. Finally balanced. It's there for the taking for either side. Still 25 minutes to go here. At Old Ends Lane. And it's been a goal at Morven. Cleve have gone 2-1 up. 10-man Cleve have gone 2-1 up. Tucker Dixon with the goal there. As it's yeah, hooked away. You just kind of tell really. And with, the, with Jake going off a little bit, it's kind of unsettled us at the back a little bit. I'm not too sure why he's gone off. He must, he must be injured or... Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. But um, it's definitely uh, unsettled us in my opinion. It's 2-2 here, and it's also now 2-2 to Malvern. Malvern equalised straight away there against Bishop Cleave. So that one seems to have been a goal fest. As it is here, Luke Trope drops a shoulder. It's now to Sunley. He's got a bit of space. He's managed to smartly turn into Troke again to Luke Soul. Soul on a hat-trick. Tries to find Luke Troke. Ricochets through, oh, and it nearly Christ. gets cleared against a Stonehouse man into the bottom corner. But it's gone wide. And Will Pedrick keep is not happy. Keep <laughs> he thinks it's a goal kick. Thinks it came off a toughly man. But it seems to be a bit concerned. I think it might be Elliot King that's gone down. Yeah, it definitely needs to be Elliot King who went down in the melee as the body sort of converged on it. But what has been given is a corner to Tuffley Rovers. Every Stonehouse Town player is back. Every Tuffley player is forward other than Harry John. Sunley's corner isn't particularly good. Near falls to Sol, though. And now Stonehouse look to break forward on this near side as a searching ball means Troke has to do a bit of defending. Does very well against Gardner, who's also in the yellow card, remember, so he can't make the tackle. Troke's ball's intercepted by Rich Freight, being hustled by Adam Bloomfield. Nearly makes a mistake. And now it's a scrap over on that far side. Freight and Bloomfield, not happy with each other. 
Rob Humphrey's coming to get in between the two of them. I mean, from what I could see, Rich Freight has played the ball down the line as Bloomfield's tried to nip in, and they've both sort of fallen over, and whether Bloomfield's reacted, believing that Freight's pulled him down or, or something like that, I'm not too sure. The referee will have a job just to intercept this. It's sort of calmed down straight away as the rain hasn't calmed down. It's now lashing down. And I imagine you're pretty happy to not be playing. Uh, yeah, with, with, with this weather, yeah, I've got, I've got my Arsenal winger coat on as well, so I'm, I'm toasty. And that free kick from Stonehouse was very, very poor. And Tim Williams has turned around to Alex Kibble and uh, Rob Humphreys and made them perfectly clear that that was not the ball that he wanted. And Adam Clark plays it long in search of Joe Shutt. Out of play for a throw-in. It's going to be a substitution. Another one for Tuffy Rovers. Really and it looks like it's going to be Bloomfield to be taken off. Rudy McKinnon coming on. And we were told as we arrived today by Neil Spiller that uh, Rudy's been getting a lot of stick from some of the other younger players because he's one of the only uh, under-18s that have made the step up who haven't scored yet for the first team. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunately not scored, but, you know, he's, when he comes on, he creates chances, he gets at defenders. He's, he's obviously, uh, he's got his place on merit. So, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good player, Rudy, and he's got to come soon, I'm sure of it. Well, you would say it's last night he took his goals in the under-18s league up to 30 in all under-18s competitions, scoring two in the win at Hereford Pegasus. I think that's the difference. So under-18s is totally different to, to, to this under the football. Not, not, not saying that the players, or it's just opposition, are totally different than the 18s football. But he's the kind of player that you'd say if he was to score one, yeah, he'd probably go on a run of scoring a few. Confidence player, yeah. Once he gets his one, he'd be more confident and more inclined to get the second one. And what I would say is someone who's watched him at the under-18s level is kind of like today. He's come on playing left wing, mm-hmm. whereas up for the under-18s, he plays up front. Yeah. as the nine. Yeah. Gets the players in and around him, and that's probably why he gets as many chances as he does at that level. Yeah, definitely. But I think for us as well, he, he, you know, he gets at full-backs. He's good at taking people on. He's a good dribbler of the ball. He can hold the ball pretty well as well. So, like I say, it's good to have that, 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 that sort of versatility. As Nick Humphreys crosses in, Harry Walker ricochets the ball off Alex Kibble it's captain on captain there and it's out of play for a goal kick so still 2-2 rain still lashing down at all ends lane you can probably hear it on the tin roof above my head game for the taking a place for the winner is a semi-final slot in the supplementary cup Walker goes for an ambitious ball towards Rudy McKinnon but Pedrick will come and claim it as a damp sodden Graham Pew stood right in front of us. Much different to his uh, holidays that he'll probably be on in the next couple of months. Harry Walker wins the header and it's skied by Alex Kibble backwards. McKinnon batting for it with Rob Humphreys. Out of play off Humphreys for a toughly Rovers throw-in. Which Henry Burkett thought about taking quickly. He's going to leave it for Luke Troke to take. As we tick to the final 20. Here at Old Ends Lane. Throw into. Troke, uh, from Troke, sorry, found Sunley and Luke Stoll was there as well. Out of play for another throw and further up the line. Tuffy looking to build. And the throw infield found Henry Burkett. Burkett goes for a driven ball into Joe Shutt, just skips away from slightly. Shutt just loses out. If it was uh, a little bit tighter of the first touch, then it would have been a goal opportunity for Tuffy. But as it is, Stonehouse struggling to really get it away, but they've managed to do so to Gardner. Up against Luke Troke. Ball forward from Gardner into Tim Williams. Harry Walker does very well to get back. Williams, poor touch from him. 
and walk them out and nip in. I think Stonis are finding their way back in the game now, which, uh, you know, toughly need to get back on the ball again. We need to press again like we did in the first 10. Not aggressive enough. Losing the ball really easily like suddenly just did in the middle of the park. Give it back to Stonis, which uh, on the break a little bit. As Alex Kibbles poked it forward. Tim Williams, no flag. Adam Clark's done very well to come out of his goal and get something on that. Trokes then bundling into the back of. No free kick given. Trokes still arguing the toss. As he always does. But it'll be a throw into Tuffley right in front of us here. McKinnon over him. As him field to Palmer. Palmer manages to find Tim Williams. No flag and it goes up very late. That did not look offside to me, you've got to be honest. I think it was offside. I didn't, I didn't think it was either. I thought uh, Harry, I think it was Harry, might have been playing him on. I think the Lionel was a bit hesitant, but I think the, the shites and the cries from the Tuffley defence kind of got the Lionel to put the flag up. But, but I think we got lucky there with that one, in my opinion. Harry Walker did the old, I'm actually not going to get this, so I'm just going to wave for offside and That's hope the it. linesman gives yeah. it. Yeah, that, that was very, very tight. I didn't think it was personally, but obviously the Lionel's got a better angle than us. All played forward. Touchdown from... Harry John, the rain really is not letting up at all. Back to Adam Clark. And in turn, gets it forward to Harry Morgan. The rain, in fact, intensifies as I'm talking. Touchdown in the right back position by Lloyd Gardner, and his diagonal nearly finds the run of Burns. And good play from Harry Morgan to step in. And now suddenly, Tuffley breaking over the counter-attack. Four against three. Still right. Morgan plays it in to Luke Soul. Drops it onto his right foot. Soul thinks about it. Tees up. Joe Shutt. Great and goal. what a finish from Joe Shutt across goal. the keeper. Luke soul has got two, but he's got an assist. That is an incisive breakaway from Tuffley. It was a great finish from Joe Shutt. And what I'd say to you, McCauley, is Shutt deserves that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he's done all right. He's done well. He's created a chance all game. It's only right that he uh, put one in the back of the net for a change. But um, I thought Harry Morgan then really had to step out of uh, midfield there with the ball and carry it to, to give the ball to Luke, uh, to, to Luke Soul, who caught the ball up really wide and played in Luke Shirt for, for the third goal. And for the second time this afternoon, Tuffley Rovers have taken the lead. 3-2 now here in the Supplementary Cup as the rain is becoming biblical. But Joe Shutt, the man who's put him ahead, and now suddenly Stonehouse are in at the other end, and it's going to go in for Tim Williams. Alex Kibble. Managed to get the ball beyond Harry Walker. Williams just knocked it past Adam Clark and we were right behind it. It was rolling towards that back post. It could have gone either way. It's gone in off the post. And just like that, Stonehouse have pegged it back. 3-3. Free, free. Yeah, it's a good, well-taken goal. Uh, very poor goal to concede on Tuffy's point of view from straight from the kickoff. Way too easy. I think we just uh, fell asleep there a little bit, but in for a treat here with the goals. Well, 3-3, free, free, about a quarter of an hour left. Rain not letting up. It will be interesting to see which side can hold their nerve with these terrible, terrible conditions. It's got to be said. Suddenly, into Burkett. Ball poked forward towards Luke Sol. He's going to get there. Knocks it only up to Will Pedrick. And Pedrick claims it. Rolls it out short. And it's closed down by Henry Burkett. Good play from Henry Burkett to close that. Ah, the play for a Stonehouse throw in line with that 18 yard box 3-3 free, free. yeah very poor a very poor goal straight from the kickoff to conceal I think very very poor 
throw from Stonehouse taken into Palmer up against James Sunley. Rain just slowing slightly, he says. And it's now over on the far side of Elliot King, down the line to the Humphreys. Yeah. That's flag up straight away. Line I got that one right. Free kick to be taken by Tuffley, and so you can hear the rain just easing up a touch. I think both the sets of defences will be thankful for that. Diagonal from Bainbridge in search of McKinnon. Header up from Sunley. And two Stonehouse players go for it and just get it all wrong. But it's hooked up to Gardner. Gardner goes for a diagonal ball forward, but Williams was coming back. That's all the way through to Adam Clark. So you'd say, game again, finally poised. Still 3-3 now. Williams on a hat-trick. Sol on a hat-trick. I think both teams are going a bit more direct now, which is uh, unusual considering how hard both teams have been kind of playing in the last, uh, in the, especially in the foot, well, in the foot, in the, in, the, in the hour mark, obviously. So, um, yeah, it's uh, in for an entertaining game here, aren't we? Definitely. It's a switch, is a, a poor one, and Luke Troke just sort of flailed a kung fu kick at it and got nowhere near it. McKinnon cutting in. Just been stepped across by Gardner, who's done pretty well. Harry Walker's trying to play the offside trap, but didn't tell Harry John. Luckily for him, John got there. And now it's Henry Burkett, loses his foot in as he tried to take it under control on halfway. And a diagonal from Palmer looks for Nick Humphreys. Tim Williams in the middle. He's on a hat-trick, remember? It's going to be easily cleared by Harry John up towards Joe shirt, but it skips away from him. And now it's Elliot King. His ball forward ricochets and Bainbridge can play it down the line out of play for a Stonehouse throw and hit the top of the home dugout here at Old Ends Lane I think with subs as well I think we have to keep uh, one mind on the penalties really um, with the subs I would have said bring on Brett and obviously Sam um, can you have how many subs are we allowed in this? Is five five yeah yeah. A Stonehouse win the possession 30 yards from goal chance here for Palmer cuts it back towards Kibble and it was kind of perpendicular and dissected Kibble and Gardner, who were both coming in on it, and it was poked away by Harry Walker and Luke Troke collectively. Stonehouse nearly nipping in there from a toughly mistake. Yeah, I can see Sam. Sam's getting walled up on the, uh, on the on the bench. It looks like he's going to be coming on for the last 20, I think, is it? 20, 25? About under 15 minutes, as there's a shot coming in from distance, blocked by Harry Walker, who stepped into it very well. He's evaded the ta- challenge as well. Walker skips it through. Joe Shutt is going to be in on the right-hand side. Luke Soul peels away in the middle. Shutt, what can he do? Drills it. Oh. Good block. Rich Freight managed to get there. Very, very good on the cover. Yeah, good defender by so nice, sir. Golden opportunity goes wasting for Tuffley as the rain just intensifies again a little bit more. throwing into Burkett he's then bundled over free kick if you were were playing this is a Macaulay Herbert forward territory isn't it oh yeah 100% 100% but a chance here for Tuffley to get the ball in the box and really cause Stonehouse a bit of trouble Stonehouse will iron up a substitute as well from what I can see over on that far side I'd like to see Luke Troke on this personally with the left foot but it looks like James Hemmings going to be stepping up to take it Looks like potentially Joe Shutt could be the man going off, or is it Lewis Bainbridge? Both. I think it's Bainbridge, isn't it? I think yeah. they're both going off. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Bainbridge is going off, you'd say, for. Oh, it looks like Henry might be coming off by the looks of it. Is that Henry limping off? 
Yeah, Joe Shirt sort of dropped back. I'm not sure there. Yeah, Joe Shirt like... got right back, I think. And then uh, Mendes slot in midfield. And uh, Brett James is going to play further forward. So Henry Burke off. And also Lewis Bainbridge. And a free kick to Tuffley on the right corner of the box that suddenly doesn't really catch too well. Cleared only as far as Mendes, nearly getting in on it. And now suddenly Stonehouse can come away from the break. Slip from Harry Morgan. And Joe Shutt's there defending as well. Stonehouse are on the right corner of the box with Gardner. Cuts back onto his left foot with a strike. Adam Clark, two fists to get enough to turn it over for a corner. That's a couple of times this game where Stonehouse have had a defensive corner and have counted very, very well. And now they have a corner up there in length. Too easy by Tuffley there, for, especially from a own free kick to, to, to let Stonehouse go all the way down the other end and get a corner. Very, 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 very sloppy by Tuffley. What you would say is this is a big moment in the game. 3-3. Free, free. Stonehouse free, Tuffley overs free. With 10 minutes to go. Ball in towards the back post. Rich Freight is up there. Ricochets around. Kibble thinks about a strike. Kibble goes for a strike across and it's in. Teddy and flag up. Stonehouse can't believe that the flag's gone up against Palmer there. Just about to say, I can't see this game go to penalties. I can see either team nicking this, I think, personally. There's going to be another golden opportunity and it's just whoever has got the desire to take it. Well, you would say it's worst case scenario. Goes to penalties and you get to commentate at the penalty shootout. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Commentary <laughs> debut and I get penalties. Adam Clark goes for a long goal kick Mendes is going to have to come short to get there it's now Harry Walker back to Mendes as they try to just dictate tempo Mendes drills it up to Luke Sol ricochets off him and now it's Gardner through the legs of Luke Troke and it's down the line for the Tuffley Rovers throw in I mean Sam Mendes has probably been on the pitch for about two minutes and he's already drenched he's drenched yeah that's a heavy t- that looks like an extra large t-shirt he's wearing as well so that's heavy on him Luke Stroke, who just look at his hair, it's just stuck to his face, as is Harry Morgan, and they've lost out to Tim Williams and Harry Burns. Burns, in fact, is Nick, Hum- Nick Humphreys in the centre circle to Palmer. Chance for him to cut in on his left foot. Allowed a bit of time and space there to do so. Joe Shutt takes it down, clears it against Harry Burns. Burns is going to fancy this. Both slowed in for it. Shutt manages to get there invades the challenge fantastically well Joe Shutt and he goes for a long diagonal in search of Rudy McKinnon but it's never going to reach him all the way through to Will Pedrick still 3-3 live on 7 Sport in the final 10 minutes here of this quarter final matchup both sides will fancy this as Harry John swivels on it out to Rudy McKinnon skips away from him slightly but he drops a back heel in to Harry Morgan through the legs and it's into Luke Troke who's found himself forward Troke just cuts back back to Harry Morgan Tuffy just trying to build forward but the pass is intercepted out to Harry Walker McKinnon drills it into Luke Troke Troke onto Sol back towards Luke Troke who won't give it up and it's now with Sam Mendes on the corner of the box Mendes glides past one goes for a curler it would have been exceptional footwork to go left and right through the player and then curl it into the top corner got too much on it and curled it out of play for a goal kick and looks like substitutions are going to be made for Stonehouse Town and it looks like a number of players are going off here it looks like two or three are coming on at the same time I think Palmer's going off and I also think Gardner's gone off as well for Stonehouse 
In fact, it was Harry Burns that went off, not Palmer. And it's like Andrew Marion and McLeod Moyo are the two that have come on. Yeah, looks to be the case. So Stonehouse shuffling their pack as well. Throw into Tuffley. Going to be taken over on that far side by Joe Shutt. Ricochets off a Stonehouse man and then hooked away for another throw in this time to Stonehouse right on the halfway line chased and hustled by Luke Soul as it's played forward hooked over the shoulder in search of Marion good recovery from Harry John And in fact, it wasn't um, Cloud Moyer that came on, it was Chris Earl, who, over on that far side, McCauley, is wearing, seems to be the longest T-shirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Christ. Does he dress? Take that one in, wouldn't you? If, if, if it was me, I'd be sucking that one in. When you get stretched, that's going to be awful to yeah, lug around. Now. Walker. He's going to go shorts. square to Harry John. John, ball out of his feet into Sunley. He's got a yard of space on the halfway line. Tries to fizz it forward and it ricochets out of play for a Stonehouse Town throw-in. Business end of the game. Straight to penalties, of course. Partly down to Seven Sport and the likes of football in Berkshire. Pressure in the Hellenic League to change that rule. Whereas years gone by, this would have gone to extra time in these conditions. Absolutely horrendous. And I've just realised there's a drip right in front of my face coming through a leak in the roof. And the ball played forward towards... Lloyd Gardner handball, easy decision for Graham Pugh, just ricocheted up. Gardner's hand was flicked away from his knee, handled it and taken down control and a free kick was always going to be given. But we're five minutes away from a penalty shootout live on Seven Sport. We haven't had one, well, we've, we had one just before Christmas, of course, in the FA Vars where Brimscombe were beaten by Bridgewater Town. Potentially going to get one here in the pouring rain. It'll be Tuffley Rovers' second penalty shootout in succession in a knockout phase Harry Walker desperately asking Graham Pugh how long's left knowing that he uh, is drenched head to toe McKinnon comes short flicks it around the corner only as far as Stonehouse midfielder Palmer is hooked away towards Chris Earl who runs into traffic in the form of Joe Shutt and Shutt's come away with it Linesman's kept his flag down Shutt over the halfway line and now Tuffley can bring it forward. The ball, though, from Joe Shutt was a poor one. wasn't really for Sol or McKinnon. And now there's a chance here if the ball can be played for yeah, Chris L, who is offside. He's offside. He's the flag goes straight up, but Chris L is going to be stopped in his tracks. run a little bit. You know what I mean? Time, time I it. I didn't think it was the run. I think the pass just didn't yeah. come. Yeah, yeah. The pass could have so. come a good two, three seconds earlier. Yeah, to be fair, it was a good run. I think the pass should have come a lot quicker, actually. I still feel there's going to be another chance in this game. I can't, like I said earlier, I can't see it going to penalties. I'll be surprised if it does. And but I think there's got to be one more big chance. Whether you know if someone takes it or not is remains to be uh, seen. There's a chance here for Tefli. Troke into Sam Mendes. Mendes allowed to spin onto his left foot, plays it through. through. Flag oh, doesn't go up, and McKinnon nearly nips in. Good recovery tackle from Rob Humphreys to just poke it out of play for a corner. And this is a fantastic opportunity for Tuffley Rovers to force the winner. It really is. Business end of the game. In the final four minutes, 
well, I would say you'd fancy them if they scored here to see it out. But Stonehouse did equalise straight away earlier on. Corner towards the back post. Rich Freight wins the header. Only as far as Joe Shutt takes the ball down. Goes for a diagonal over Rudy McKinnon's head. He's only hooked it forward. Stonehouse should clear and do. Out of play for a toughly throw-in though. Midway into the Stonehouse half over on that far side. Still plenty of time in this one. Three minutes for either side to grab that winner and grab that semi-final place in the Hellenic League Supplementary Cup to be played next week. The draw will be made, I believe, on Monday. May even be out tomorrow. Depends how eager the Hellenic League are. Which side is going to be in it? As it falls to Sunley. Fall about a shot. Sunley glides past two players. It's brought down right on the edge of the box. And this is a fantastic opportunity for a man like James Sunley, who we've seen score three kicks in this very competition at Long Levens. And he will fancy this one. He's demanding that ball straight away. You can see he wants that ball straight away. This is a great area for Sunley to, to whip one in the top bins again. You talk about yellow cards to take. Kibble's taking a yellow card for that one. Suddenly it skipped past him and he's on the edge of the box. He kind of half had to make the tackle. Yeah, he had to, yeah. But this is an amazing opportunity for Sunley to... We've seen him do this a few weeks ago against Long Levens and... Oh, yeah, I think I'm confident he could do it again, hopefully. Well, it's a little bit closer. So, ironically, he kind of has to do what Long Levens did and, you know, get that driven one and get your players following in almost in this sort of conditions. Yeah, but suddenly he's got the ability to put that in the top corner from this position. We've seen yeah. him do it before. Can he prevent penalties? Can he save everyone from the biblical reign? It'll be James Sunley, who curls it oh. too high over the crossbar. Graham Pugh. Had to come back. off the pitch. Ten yards back, that would have been on target. It's just, yeah. I think it was just a bit too close. Do you think that potentially he should have gone for what Henry Burke did in the yeah, first yes. half with the driven? Especially in these conditions. You know, like I said, it ricocheted anywhere. Keeper isn't going to get a clean connection with it in terms of securing the ball. But, yeah, I would have drawn that one again personally. But Just under 90 seconds left of normal time. Whether we have any additional, only Ian Butler knows. But Stonehouse have the ball in the attacking position. Great challenge from Joe Shutt. Just to hook it away from Chris Earl and just delay Stonehouse coming forward. But they have it on the halfway line with Ryan Freight looking to try and break toughly over his hearts in a supplementary cup. Ball forward, trying to get in behind Joe Shutt. Header away from Harry John. And it's now in field. Toughly just got to stand firm, but Stonehouse will fancy this with Lloyd Gardner on the right-hand side. Gardner skips past Luke Troke into the box. Gardner flashes it right across the face. And it's out of play for a corner to Stonehouse. Toughly not happy with that. But Macaulay Herbert, to my right, not happy with that defender from Luke Troke. Poor. Absolutely poor. Really should be doing better there. And I think I think the Stonehouse player took the wrong option there in terms of trying to... Did he try and cross it? Or was that a shot? I don't, I don't know, but I think he should have. Either way, it was so high. You've yeah, got to draw that low and exactly, just hope it gets yeah. a ricochet. But Stonehouse have a corner right at the end of this game. Can they win it? Corner. Floated in towards the near post. Header Great away. Now he shuts 1v2 night. Can shut. he do anything? Can he get there? It was Luke Soul, the man who won the header. And now he's bombing forward with Brett James. Shut. Oh, skips past his man. Shut. He's got options with him. Shut. Drills it low towards Rudy McKinnon. Good recovery challenge. Great it tackle. falls through, though, to Luke Soul. Sold on the corner of the box out to James Sunley goes for a give and go with Rudy McKinnon back to James Sunley Sunley with the strike blocked from Rich Freight how many times have we said that this afternoon and now Stonehouse could bring it forward and the ball is swept to that far side end to end stuff at the end here ball played infield out of play for throwing which they thought about taking quickly Nick Humphreys 
over on that far side, thrown into Andy Marion. Ball played into the box. Adam Clark should claim it and does. Does he have time to get forward? Are we going to penalties? One big punt here, in my opinion, and let's get on the seconds, try and get one more chance. Rich Freight wins the header, cries of handball, not given. Referee's got a look at the watch, and Stonehouse looks to try and do it. Chris Earl, is he going to get in? Adam Clark has to get there, sliding, clears it, and it's out of play for a throw-in. And we have played one additional minute. How long is the referee going to add on? Any time will tell. But we are on the cusp of penalties here at Old Ends Lane. Flicked on by Earl, though. Harry Walker doesn't leave it for Clark, and he just hooks it up to the halfway line. Poor touch sees Brett James leap on it. And now suddenly Tuffley could fancy this. Luke Soule challenging with Rich Freight up into the air. Loose ball. McKinnon fancies it, gets there ahead of his man. And now it's Luke Troke to Sunley. His ball towards the right-hand side finds Brett James. Cries of handball not given. James will fancy this. Brett James plays it infield. To Mendes. Runs into traffic. Wants the free kick. Referee says no. And now Stonehouse can bring it away. This is crazy end-to-end stuff. Luke Troke. Never seen anything like this before. (laughs) On the yellow card. Just waves the leg at it. And now Stonehouse can bring it clear. Joe Shutt having to do some defending. Chris Hill. His cross is not a good one. It's a goal kick. And that could be that. That could be the shootout. Referee signalling something to Graham Pugh. I think it could be. Like I said, I really did fancy a team here to, uh, to, to snatch this. But just haven't made we've, a chance. We've played nearly two minutes additional time. You'd say that this is probably it. I think it, I think it will be. Uh, well, Ian Butler's got his whistle in his mouth. Keeper kicks his, I think that might be it. No. No, he's not. He's pulled it away. We play on. It looks like it's going to be a toughly throw. How long will Ian Butler add on? He's added about two on already. We're into the third minute. Could be another minute, by maybe. Well, you think about it. We have had, what, five goals? Plenty yeah, of substitutions. Yeah. yeah, I think we could have been minimum three. Well, if you, you do the old adage of a minute a goal, it's five minutes just from goals alone. McKinnon goes for a header out of play for a toughly throw and further up the line. Still inside their own half, though. Troke, can he get the... Throw in right. Header comes in from got to win. Gardner. Skips away from Harry Morgan. And now it's with Nick Humphreys on the far side. Humphreys who got the goal scoring underway in that first 45 minutes. Earl back to Ryan Freight. His ball forward sees Tim Williams. Is he going to be in? Adam Clark has to get something on. He's got enough to turn it to Luke Troke. And now Harry Walker plays it clear. Kind of anywhere do stuff for Tuffy. And there it is. Penalty shootout here at Old Ends Lane after an incredible 45 minutes, it's got to be said. The first half, we did say it could have been any scoreline. It ended 1-0 to Stonehouse, thanks to a Nick Humphreys goal. But then, second half, we went absolutely goal crazy. Luke's goal, Luke Sol, sorry, scored two, turned it around. Tuffley went 2-1 up. Equaliser came from uh, Tim Williams. And then Tuffley managed to go 3-2 up. Joe Shirt with a driven effort. And then Tim Williams levelled it up again. And both sides had chances to win it, McCauley. And now it'll be a penalty shootout. Yeah, yeah, plenty of chances to win the game. Like I said, I'm, I'm actually surprised it's gone to penalties. This, I, I really did fancy. Uh, if I had to choose, I would, I would probably would have chose Tuffley to, to, to snatch it. But, yeah, we go, we go to penalties. And hopefully uh, for the second week in a row, we, uh, we progress onto the semis. Are you one of the players that would volunteer for a penalty? Uh, no, not for me, no. Um, if I've got to take a penalty, I will. But... Um, yeah, I think I think uh, 
if if it goes past five, then I'd rather yeah, I, I'd obviously take one. But I'm not uh, the first ones there. Eager. What to number take a do you reckon you'd be? Um, <laughs> I don't know actually. Probably uh, maybe like seven or eight or something like that. And any number after five, I don't, I don't, no, I don't mind. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not one screaming for for a penalty. To be honest with you. Well, what you would say, toughly Rovers' perspective, the players that will probably put their their hand up, you'd probably say Brett James, yeah. Rudy McKinnon, James Sunley will yeah. be probably the first three that would, would put their name forward. Sam Mendes Sam as well. Mendes, yeah, yeah. Um, with Joe Shutt, do you reckon? I, I don't. Um, he doesn't seem like he'd be the penalty kind of guy. I think he probably would put put his hand up for one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I think maybe Chokey. Uh, with, he took one last week yeah. and scored. I think so. I think he he, he put himself forward again. Um, but yeah. I let I let this, you know, for the more attacking and more advanced players to, 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 to take their penalties rather than defenders and the, the keeper, obviously. What you would say is that from a Stonehouse perspective, you're probably looking at Alex Kibble, fancy one, Tim Williams, Harry Burns. Um, you know, maybe the Freight Brothers will, will fancy it as well. Which side will they take it into? The lane end seems to be the favoured one, you'd say, to our right-hand side. It's the one the photographers are taking shelter from. And just think, you know, years gone by, we'd have all been sat here dreading another additional 30 minutes in the Hellenic Cups. Until we all, we all clumped together. We all said to the Hellenic League and Brian King, no, we don't want that. What we want straight to Penos and it looks like it's going to be taken at the other end the left hand side as we look Brian Rossiter's over in the right hand side with his coat his hood up wonder what he's making of it why he's not being taken at his end doesn't look too happy that's probably due to the rain but he's going to get a couple of decent long shots here you'd say Brian Rossiter's photography as ever is always pretty spot on and the first taker appears to be Kibble isn't it Alex Kibble was the sun starting to creep in, despite the fact he's still raining here. But the game itself, the free-free draw, good advert for local football, good advert for Hellenic League football. Two honest sides playing their heart out, trying to win a competition, trying to win a game to get into the semi-finals of the cup. And you've got to say, both sets of players left it out there in a drenched kit on a soaked pitch. And now, it looks like it's going to be a shootout. I don't really know what the hold-up is at the moment. Looks like we were just waiting for Gray and Pew, of course we are, <laughs> to come back up to, to the pitch. Of course we're waiting for him. Toilet break, I think, that was for the line that, I think. But Alex Kibble is definitely going to be the first one to step up for Stonehouse. Ten spot, well, potentially ten spot kicks away from knowing which Gloucestershire side is definitely going to be in the semi-final of the Hellenic League Supplementary Cup. I know Clark, he saved a few penalties last week, so he's obviously bringing more confidence that he could save at least a couple here today. Behind the uh, fence to the left-hand side, a couple of uh, locals have gathered to watch this. All I'm thinking is this is going to make great listen again content on 7 Sport that you can listen to later on on Spotify along with all of our games and shows that we've done over the last couple of months but how is this game going to end it's a penalty shootout and it's going to be Alex Kibble the captain of Stonehouse Town against Adam Clark who was the hero of the spot kick 
last week for Tuffley Rovers. Kibble steps up, sends Alan Clark the wrong way, and that is the perfect start for Stonehouse Town. Alex Kibble makes it 1 0 to Stonehouse. And as expected, we thought James Sunley would take one. The young man stepping up and taking the first one for yeah. Tuffley. Yeah, bringing more confidence as well, scoring last week. Set piece specialist. <laughs> Can Sunley do what Kibble did? for Stonehouse Town and dispatch the spot kick as the rain still hearing like it's lashing down doesn't visually look like it is Sun just soaking the pitch a little bit James Sunley up against Will Pedrick Sunley with a little skip he puts it into the top corner good penalty from Very James penalty. Sunley under a little bit of pressure in, the, in terms of the game good confident penalty and now Looks like it's uh, Tim Williams, I think, for Stonehouse. But it's a golden opportunity. In fact, it's Lloyd Gardner. Lloyd Gardner to take the penalty for Stonehouse Town against Adam Clark. Saved save by Clark. Low Great down save. to the left-hand side. Great save. Well, you'd say, disappointingly, if it was Stonehouse, it wasn't in the corner, but Clark yeah. got down quick, got down, got enough on it. That's the first miss of the shootout. And up steps... Trokey. Luke Troke. Who scored a pretty decent penalty last week as well. It's got to be yeah. said, at Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. A player who's very, very capable technically. And he can put his side in control of the shootout with one swing of his left foot. I think he might go the same side. That's all left footers do, really. Troke. There we go. Sends Pedrick the wrong way. <laughs> 2 1 to Tuffley. And it's the man with, who, as we said, had the longest t shirt on in the business, Chris Earl, who's going to step up now for Stonehouse. Off the bench in that second 45 minutes. Nearly forced the issue. He had a good battle in the final 15, 20 minutes with um, Joe Shutt over on that far side. And you've got to say, if he misses this, it's game point and, well, advantage, Tuffley Rovers. But it's Chris Hill. And he sends Clark the wrong way. Good penalty in the end. Good quick run-up. Confidence, and he drilled it low. Clark early to dive again. And this time, it was against him. And Luke Soles now coming forward. The man who scored two in the second half to put Tuffley 2-1 up at the time, having been 1-0 down. The former Shortwood United striker... Could make it a match hat-trick if he puts this one in. It's Sol. Confidence from Luke Sol. Just a side step and Great side foot there. it so through the middle, into the it? bottom corner. Was that bottom well, corner? It was to the, the other side of um, oh, yeah. Pedrick, who, again, the keepers are just yeah, yeah. making the uh, early movements and it made Sol's mind up. You can't really see from the same, can you? It's quite hard to tell whether they're going in the middle or whether it's going in the, uh, the corner. <laughs> but Stonehouse... It's Rich Twait now, is it? It's... Uh, before. Ryan Thwaite, he's taken it. Ryan Thwaite. Tuffy lead by three goals to two in the shootout. Thwaite oh, has skied it. it. Christ. It's high, it's Absolutely wide. It. So I think if you, if Sam Mendes scores this now. Game point. Game point. Match point 
This is for all the marbles. I've never seen Mendes take a penalty before. <laughs> I think I've seen him take one for Slimbridge. Did he score? I think he scored. Okay. It may have been him. It may be someone else. I could have made it up. It might have been Jack, Jack Twyman or someone. Well, we've got two sort of match points, aren't we, really? Yeah. yeah. If we miss this one, then we can win it in the second. Got to say, Adam Clark's put Tuffy in a great position yeah, here. Yeah, he has, yeah, definitely. And so, Sam uh, Mendes can wrap it up. Can Tuffy Rovers win by penalties two weeks in a row and advance to the semi-final of the Supplementary Cup? Harry Morgan, hand on his head. He doesn't know where to look. Mendes yes. confidently slots it into the corner. Mendes. And there we have it. Tuffley Rovers, after a free-all draw in 90 minutes, have advanced into the semi-final of the Hellenic League Supplementary Cup, winning by four goals, well, four penalties to two in the end. Confident penalties from Tuffley. Good save from Adam Clark in the shootout and an effort off target as well. Um, from Stonehouse. It was a very, very entertaining game of football. Um, as we said, in the 90 minutes itself, Nick Humphreys put Stonehouse 1-0 up. They were leading at the break. Two goals just after the break from Luke Soul. Made it 2-1 to Tuffley. Joe Shutt then made it 3-2 after Tim Williams had pulled an equaliser out for Stonehouse. And he did exactly that again to make it 3-3 in the penalties. Sam Mendes, the man who scores the winning penalty after Adam Clark had saved one. And Tuffley will be in the semi-finals of the Supplementary Cup next week. We'll find out who they play um, in the coming days. But Macaulay, did you enjoy that game? And, and also, you get the honour of picking man of the match for this afternoon. Yeah, it's been um, yeah, it was a good game. Obviously, a lot of goals, end to end to end stuff. Um, obviously, some poor defending on on uh, on each team. Um, but yeah, in, in all, I thought it was a, a pretty good game. Um, man of the match. Um, I think there's a few few good players. But I think purely because of his two goals, I think Luke Sol probably uh, gets my man of the match award for the for this game. Oh, I think I'd agree with that. I also think Joe Shutt had a particularly good game yeah. for, for Tuffley and also Harry John. Yeah, yeah, uh, amongst others. Yeah, definitely. For, for Stonehouse, Tim Williams took his goals very well. Yeah, I thought Nick Humphreys played pretty, played pretty good. Took his goal well as well. And also again, the the Freight Brothers in the end managed to, to hold it together, as it were, in the second half. Also. Um, Credit to, to Adam Clark for yeah. a good save and a shootout. And that's yeah. ultimately what he's here to do as a goalkeeper, to keep it out. He's done it two weeks in a row now in the spot kicks. And Tuffley Rovers, as we said, will be advancing into the semi-finals. It will take place next week. We'll find out um, the draw in the next couple of days. And when we know, we'll obviously let everybody else know on 7sport.co.uk. But that's us done here at Old Ends Lane after seeing a fantastic game of football and a fantastic advert for local football. Thanks very much to Macaulay for joining us this afternoon. As I said, during the broadcast, if you want to go back and listen to any of the content that we've produced over the last couple of months, including this game tonight, um, go to our Spotify. It'll be uploaded later on this evening, and you'll be able to listen back where Stonehouse have drawn 3-3 with Tuffley Rovers and Tuffley have advanced by winning the penalty shootout by four penalties to two. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7sport.co.uk.